0: Welcome to Enterprise of the Rogues, our Ramjack Symposium.
1: Hello and welcome to Ramjack. I am Alex and joining me today, as always, is our good friend Brad.
0: Hello, citizens. Hello.
1: And happy holidays. Happy holidays. Holidays. Um, well, when they hear this, it will be post-Solstice and Christmas. Hmm. And we'll be right before New Year's, correct? True,
0: true, true. We're recording this currently on the day after
1: solstice, so... Mm -hmm. We survived the Greek conjunction. I was worried. I was was too. The Skeksis were all about, uh, the Gelflings. I mean, it all worked out, but um, yeah, it's... That Jupiter and Saturn got really close. I was talking to some people today at work who went out with their telescopes or had friends with telescopes that took pictures, and everyone seemed to be disappointed that Saturn and Jupiter weren't closer when you looked at them through a telescope. And I thought, how close did you think they were gonna be? Like in space, like hundreds of thousands of miles apart. But it's only-
0: but it, but there's a conjuncture
1: Yeah, it was From the naked eye, they get really close, but it's not like they were going to line up very specifically. Um, no, like I'm it's- pretty
0: sure. No, I'm pretty sure. Like basically, they they got they went like they got together, like they they turned into one
1: planet. Oh, yeah. I super don't think planet. that's what happened.
0: No, no, no. They like mystically, like Ooh, there was like okay. two, and then they they became one super planet.
1: Well, when it comes down to like astrology, I think that their their gravitational force and impact on the children yet to be born, those little eggs, whatever they do with the pushing and pulling of gravity that affects mm-hmm. them and affects any animal on its person, or is it just humans? I don't know. Do astrological uh, science work for animals too? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, so your dog can be a classic Capricorn or just like a ooh a timid Aquarius. Because I'd never heard of that until now, that dogs oh, and no, cats yeah. and all animals no, also obviously. affected by us. It makes yeah, uh, sense of course, of course. if you I look mean, at it's, it through it's the, a different the horoscope. Of... So. It's a different horoscope. Different horoscope, though. I
0: mean, same signs, different horoscope. Because you have yeah. just taken to take into account their animal essences.
1: Yeah. And how the, the, the conjoined body of Jupiter and Saturn working together, if only for a minute, if only for brief seconds, will have ripple effects for the next 600, 800 years before this happens again?
0: Yeah, yeah. Also, you have to take into account auras, and
1: your Mm. dog may
0: be a mental tan,
1: so... True. That's going to play in. Where the magenta is also affected by it differently. Correct. Something I don't understand... So, we know that Jupiter has, Mm -hmm. like, a grip of moons, but they have... I, Jupiter's, like, speculated to have, like, a hundred-something moons, and I saw a graphic of, hey, you know how we normally have moons? Well, Jupiter's so big, and it can grab things in so many different ways. Like, the patterns of these moons are flowing that would also have an effect on its gravity is crazy. It, um... It, it visually... If you could see them all, and they're tiny, a lot of them, um, it would just look nuts, like all these ball, all these moons just flying around. Don't talk a lot about the moons in astrology as far as I, I remember or know, but I'm just learning about how it affects animals, so maybe I don't know that much, maybe I'm learning something oh. today.
0: Well, we've, listen, we've all got to learn things, and uh, yeah, yeah, of course, all the moons definitely affect all of the things that affect
1: the things, for horoscopes. Guys, yeah. it's the high mm-hmm. holiday time. We're about to start a new year. Oh boy. And who? All, all bets are off with the moons of Jupiter and Saturn combined for just a taste yesterday. I mean, we're almost to episode, was it 500? Or, yeah,
0: we're almost there. 500 episodes of Ramjack? If
1: anybody has any ideas on what we should do
0: for episode 500, please let us know soon. Yeah. Because we got to figure that out. And you people have not helped yet. You have yet to help. 500 episodes. Where's the
1: help? What what do you want to hear? What do you want us to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Hmm. Give Guys, them something episode, to talk about. It's Ramjacks. episode five hundred.
0: We're taking calls. <laughs> 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 We're giving advice.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a fun, action-packed five hundredth episode.
0: Hey, uh, uh, Ram Jack, you're on the line. <laughs> episode five hundred, you're on the line.
1: <laughs> I want to have a list of podcasts that we've um s- uh, out like survived podcast mm. that didn't make it to 500 mm. just to see just to give perspective not everyone I has wanna, what it I takes
0: dance on their
1: <laughs> It it is interesting when projects artistically are. but there's a podcast i listened to recently that stopped it's going mm. on an indefinite hiatus because they're going to release a book i guess it's the um anthropocene review they stopped it
0: they stopped it because they're going to release a book? I, That's a I, stupid idea. You, yeah. you keep it going through the book release, so you sell more books.
1: The guy who runs it is... A- obviously, he he's, uh, what is it? Is it John Green? His brother's Hank Green. They, they have, like, YouTube channels, and they're authors. They they have all the money, and they have all the outlets. And I think he's just run his course for him, and he's just, alright, we'll do a book, and then I'll come back to this when I want to. I'm an author. I'm writing other things. I can't keep this I, up. And I can't I, pass I, this to someone else, so. Yeah, I, I still think? say I don't know.
0: you keep doing it until the book's released. I Otherwise, you'd be an idiot. Like, yeah. you just pull do some bullshit Episodes like do some bullshit so where people call you um, and give advice for a couple of us just to stretch it out through the book so you sell more books, dummy. Hi, hey. hey, if All he right. wants to call in and get advice on when to stop his podcast, episode 500.
1: <laughs> just for some perspective, the was it the We Hate Movies people? They just dropped episode 522, so we right. ain't too far behind them. Yeah the dollop they just released 461 i mean we're in good company if people last oh, yeah. a long time yeah well hell the uh Chopper trap house is on 482 yeah what's up with everybody like i i thought we were unique but it seems like a lot of people are making it up to 500
0: well we also there's also a long period of time when we weren't putting episode out every week
1: very true so
0: i mean as of as of years we got, we got a lot we got a lot more years than a lot of people but episode wise not so much
1: Wow! So the other podcast of uh, Hank and John, the brothers uh, Green, who are stopping the other one, is only at two seventy-one. Hmm. Maybe Trash. they still have what it takes to do podcasts.
0: Trash.
1: I'm looking for the latest episode of. So the last episode. Oh, they don't. He doesn't do numbers on that. So
0: hmm. I wonder why.
1: Uh huh. Hmm. Couldn't cut it. There. There is a podcast that I find entertaining that I will just go ahead and plug really quick. It's called The Newcomers. It's two women, and I can't find their names on here just off the top of it, but essentially they go over movie franchises that are near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. They start with Star Wars, and they've moved on to Lord of the Rings, and they have little to no context of these things, and they'll have people who are experts in these movies, and I guess the fandom, and they are... So, they just don't know anything and honestly don't care and make fun of it. And it breaks the hearts of these people that they have on. Nice. <laughs> and it's pretty awesome. I, there was one where they were talking about the, the the original Star Wars, A New Hope, and just disregard of like, what's up with those robots? I don't know about that. Like, just not really digging it or vibing with it. And the guy's just like, well, you know, um, it's pretty good, you know, it's set the stage for all this other stuff. Whatever. Uh. <laughs> they just keep going. It's great. The Lord of the Rings ones are also funny, what little I've listened to, because again, it's Lord of the Fucking Rings. What are you what are you doing? Brad, there is a specialty menu item at McDonald's in China that I want to get your opinion on. For the record, this is a limited edition, and they're only making four hundred thousand of these.
0: It's a Pangolin burger.
1: <laughs> the rare pangolin meal oh boy um spam burgers are common correct the concept of spam is out there in the world i, I mean it is a thing that sure. exists
0: yes it is a thing that exists
1: what if we put oreo cookie crumbles on top of spam shut, put it on-
0: no shut your mouth shut your filthy degenerate mouth come on it'll be great
1: why Spam, Oreos, a McDonald's sesame seed bun, and what looks like a white sauce. I don't know if it's mayonnaise. I'm assuming it's mayonnaise. I hope it's mayonnaise, just because I can't think of anything else that that looks white. And I'll try to show you a picture through the um, internet, friend. Ladies and gentlemen, you can look this up on your own time. Oh, what the fuck is that? Just imagine a sesame seed McDonald's bun with two Spam patties. Oreo, a lot of Oreo cookie crumbles, uh-huh. and then a white mystery sauce, which is not—they're not telling me what it is here in this article.
0: Is it—is it Oreo cream? Is it mayonnaise? Ah!
1: Who knows? Both, absolutely uh, disgusting, right? Maybe it tastes great. I, I, I don't no, know. No, it doesn't. No,
0: it doesn't. Maybe it does. Maybe it
1: does. Maybe absolutely
0: not. It does not taste great. This
1: is would bad. You, would you try it?
0: No. Why would I try it?
1: Because it's in front of you and the people have asked you to try it for episode 500 of ramjack because they're calling the shots
0: i never agreed to that
1: do you give them what they want or not
0: hey guys uh, just so everyone knows for episode 500 you do not call the shots <laughs> <laughs> just want to put that down anybody has any suggestions for episode 500 cool if one of the suggestions is that you call the shots guess what absolutely not
1: Vetoed. We're testing the waters here, and Brad said, Nope, not calling the shots. You put a no spam thanks. burger with Oreo cookie crumbles and some mystery white sauce in front of me, he's just gonna knock it off the table and say, Get out of here.
0: Hey, you riffraff motherfuckers, uh, why don't you eat fucking garbage burger? Hey, episode 500, call in and eat garbage. We'll talk shit about you.
1: Oreo cookie crumbles with spam, sweet, and savory together, maybe. Maybe. You can do a lot of good stuff with, like, sweet and pork. So I can get that. A McDonald's bun. Eh, you're losing me. You lost what me the at fuck chocolate is that? and Spam. Say what? You lost me at chocolate and Spam. Yeah, chocolate and Spam. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You put mayonnaise no. or anything else on it, and I'm gone. I am already up. So you were there. You were, you were
0: like, oh, Spam spam and Oreo crumbles. Maybe. I could try it. Maybe.
1: A McDonald's bun. Okay, McDonald's. I get it. You have nothing else you can you can give me to like sandwich this thing together and call it a sandwich. I'm game. You put mayonnaise on there. I'm out. You put Oreo. It's Oreo cream. It's Oreo cream. But uh, uh no thanks.
0: Okay, it's half Oreo cream, half mayo.
1: That might like uh, okay, okay. Um. I'm a little bit more on board oddly enough and I'm, that's it's that's coming like from another like place. Swirl.
0: It's a, it's like a swirl like uh like you know how like toothpaste comes out and it's like the one the the, the green oh, part and the white part okay. but it's it's a mayonnaise and oreo cream it's come together in one tube it's it's made into a swirl. Now you got me
1: because it's novel. You yeah. have the swirl technology mixing the Oreo and ma- the Oreo cream the, uh, and the well, mayonnaise. It's, it's
0: actually three. It's it's it's, four, it's uh, Oreo cream, it's mayonnaise, and toothpaste. So it's that, all three.
1: That might explain its weird viscosity, because in the image it looks like not quite mayonnaise, not quite toothpaste, not quite Oreo cream. It's a kind mix. of an in-between. Yeah. With a mountain of Oreo cookie crumbles. They're not calling the shots. Brad isn't tasting it. I would take a bite just to see what it is, and if it was horrible, I'd spit it out. I'd probably spit it out regardless, because it, I don't know. It seems like a lot to put in your mouth.
0: Too late, you've already agreed. You're eating it. Sorry. Vim's <laughs>
1: the brakes. Ramjack 500. Too late, already agreed. What else is going on with you, friend? Uh, How's well, life?
0: It's, life is, it's okay. I I did have a moment today where I thought I was getting fired. Oh, um, wow. Which was,
1: which was fun. Um,
0: it, Like, like, our, our CEO called me today, and I was like, and he, it, I don't know, there's something just in the tone of his voice. Like, it just sounded very tense, and I was like, what the fuck's happening? Like, I'm like, what is, like, I I, I was freaked out. I was like, why is he, like, because I was like, well, I'm getting fired. I think my direct boss would be calling to fire me, but, uh, don't know. He sounded so tense, and it was, it was nothing. He was just, it was just like a, a, a vague question that I couldn't really answer. Didn't really, wasn't really my area of expertise so uh but i have no idea it was very strange hmm very strange Mystery there yeah but yeah so uh i yeah almost had a heart attack today so that was fun um exciting um i did i received an amazing solstice gift uh yesterday oh really i did uh we uh, um i don't know what you guys are doing but me and alex are ce- celebrating giant book solstice
1: oh yeah <laughs> 2020 year of the giant book
0: you're, you're the giant book Alex really really he, he won the year with the largest book. <laughs> uh, Alex uh, gifted me a copy of uh, uh, Richard White's uh, the Republic for which it stands the United States during Reconstruction in the Gilded Age 1865 to 1896. Um, this I fascinating I'm very excited. I'm, I've I'm already started. I'm in the second chapter. I'm about 70 pages in, which is like nothing.
1: Nothing. Just <laughs> dropping a, is drop like in a the bucket.
0: Yeah, this is like a 900 page book. It is amazing and very exciting. We'll, ta- we'll talk about more in a, in a taste.
1: Oh, yeah. That covers well, that's nearly three decades. Yeah. Which, I mean, wow. Pack all that into what is a giant tome of a book. Mmm. I, I would also say Brad gifted me uh, a copy of the Vincent Price cookbook, which he has talked about on the show before, and it got me hyped. But once you hold the book, you truly understand the majestic awesomeness of said cookbook. It is <sighs> amazing. It's a great book. It's a great book. That is butter on the cover, right? Underneath that giant dish? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Because I'm sure we talked about that before, too, because it's something on the front that just draws your eye. It looks like a at least there's current standards of I'm buying butter in these weird long cube like things at the grocery store his butter I'm assuming is just it's just bigger
0: well those are like outside of the in colder places people generally don't refrigerate butter so that's how you would that's how you would have your butter oh,
1: yeah. room temperature under a job ja- yeah. but the the thing itself is big the stick of butter It seems bigger to me than normal sticks of butter. And maybe I'm buying the wrong butter. I don't know. Maybe I've never enjoyed butter. I think it looks like
0: pretty normal butter.
1: Interesting. Controversy. Ramjack 500, the butter controversy. Explained. Mm. Gotten to the bottom of. That is, again, happy holidays. Thank you so much, friend. It's, Indeed. Uh, right Emily and I were looking through it, thinking about what should we do? I love the whole chapter on just things you can make in a blender. <laughs> a blender yes. is a wonderful accessory, a, a necessity in a modern kitchen. And here's just a whole bunch of stuff you can make. Sauces, soups, creams. It's great. It's a fun It's a fun book. It's pretty cool. I, I love how they set up, because even like from the design standpoint, the way they say, okay, here's the ingredients over to the side. But we don't go into the details and stuff over here. But it's very concise, just very like, hey, here's a, the... I would say an amazingly streamlined way to show a recipe on every page. You have like ten or twelve, I guess, between the two. It's it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's and fun. The menus. Fun. I mean, Brad's talked about it before. I I could gush over it for a while because it is it's new to me. Uh oh, yeah. physically new to me. It's not the idea. It's great. I,
0: I I still haven't I still haven't had the the courage to do a full count of how many books I've bought in the year twenty twenty, uh, because I just I. I don't know if I want to know, um, but I, I have estimated that it's over 70 books. Um, wow. Many of those digital, um, but I, yeah, I like Vincent Price book is definitely, definitely high, 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 high up on the list.
1: Nice. So. Top 10 of the 70 would mean something. Top five. Yeah. Would it be the top five?
0: I, be I, honest,
1: I don't know.
0: Cause again, I haven't done the full inventory and I'm, but I, I would say it's definitely top 10. Definitely nice. top ten, po- nice. very likely top five, but um, oh man! And I, I have high hopes for uh, for this book as well.
1: Brad, we uh, have Alexa play Christmas music for us, and there seems to be a redundancy in theme that I find interesting. The original, where this originally tastes, because obviously Christmas, there's a lot of things that are just repeated because it's Christmas. There's only so much source material you're working from, whether that be like Judeo-Christian or just straight up fabricated. Um, But there are certain songs that I guess... I don't know what the difference is. I mean, it's all fabricated. I'm sorry. I meant more commercially fabricated versus just Jesus bullshit fabricated. Thank you for, thank you, Ramjack 500, accountability first. (laughs) And we're not even there yet. Um, So one of the One of the songs that I guess is the first version of this kind of, what I'm talking about, this weird kind of, uh, I would say, what's what's the word? Like, piggybacking on a theme, I would think, is Jingle Bell Rock versus Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, two Christmas songs that evoke rock and roll and have similar lyrics throughout or a theme as they go through, both really successful. People like them. I'm I question Brad. Out of these two Christmas songs, you're familiar with both of them, correct?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which is your favorite? If you had to choose, which one would you retire forever into the void? And which one <sighs> becomes the definitive rock and roll Christmas song?
0: Well, here's the issue. Here's the issue I have immediately.
1: Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um,
0: one of them is in Muppet Family Christmas. Yeah. And therefore, I can't get rid of Jingle Bell Rock because it's in Muppet Family Christmas, but it's obviously the lesser of the two songs.
1: So you like Rocking Around the Christmas Tree more?
0: Yeah, definitely. It's definitely it's better. Yeah, it is better. I mean, it's objectively better.
1: Um, I think I would do with that. I think I would do that as well. I think my children get them confused because they're similar lyric. Like they'll get the lyrics confused, kind of like the themes. Which is one of the reasons I was also, wait, these are very similar, I guess, because it's rock and roll Christmas, there's a tree, but I think they would default to Jingle Bell Rock, which, again, we would default to, but obviously the other one is better. Which do you think came first?
0: Oh, um, I'd probably say Jingle Bell Rock probably came first.
1: Jingle Bell Rock was written and released by a guy named Bobby Helms in 1957, Mm -hmm. where rocking Around the Christmas Tree... Was written by Johnny Marks and recorded by Brenda Lee in 1958. So you were correct. Jingle Bell Rock came first. The guy who wrote Rocking Around the Christmas Tree also wrote Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and A Holly Jolly Christmas. He refused to sing rock, uh, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, but instead gave it to uh, the Brenda lady. She was 13 when she recorded it. Whoa. She says in an interview that she was 12, but it's, I guess when you do the math, she was 13, and she says, hey, I was only 13, and I didn't have a lot of experience in recording, but for some reason, he really wanted me to sing this, so I did, (laughs) and made buku's of money since then. Wow. That's a little weird, right? What? I have written... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Holly Jolly Christmas. These are successful songs. Mm. Ah, rocking around the Christmas tree. I just don't know if I've got it. You random 13-year-old that I guess I know through something. I'd like your voice. You sing this instead of me. 1958. Another reason I bring this up is because I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Mariah Carey song All I Want For Christmas Is You. Mm -hmm. Classic at this point. Released in 1994. On Amazon are who... Uh, Yeah, Amazon Music is what we have running through Alexa. There's another song by Kelly Clarkson which is scarily similar in theme. And there's another song, new this year, by Gwen Stefani, also similar in theme. Essentially, very similar lyrics of, instead of All I Want for Christmas is You, it's like, All I Want Under the Tree is You, or It Wouldn't Be the Same Without You Under the Tree. And I guess that's a common theme through a lot of Christmas stuff of like, hey, come home and be here, but these are all, like, it's basically a re it's a re-gifting of the concept of All I Want for Christmas is You. And I don't know how to, I feel weird about it. Is that, all, obviously, all that's... All songs are, like, the same song. they are, like, six songs. Like, true. Every song is the same song. I mean, you are correct here, but for something about it happening in a Christmas music that bothers me a little bit more and I don't know why this yeah, is just like it this do is you just
0: fucking Christmas albums are there? like so many people have multiple Christmas albums oh yeah and there's like six songs like they're all like there's a million there's a billion of the same
1: song you know what album gets my respect for being completely original when it comes to Christmas music that would be the Star Wars holiday album that I listen to every year where R2-D2 at C-3PO visit Uh, The Galaxy Santa Claus I can't remember what he is Because there's a song about What do you get a Wookiee for Christmas Mm -hmm. No one else is touching this kind of source material No one else Mm. is dealing with What do you get a Wookiee for Christmas Mm. I don't really know Other than I want a hippopotamus for Christmas Of songs that deal with presents And what you get someone
0: I mean I think the Pac-Man Christmas album Is clearly more original Than the Star Wars Christmas album Because the Pac-Man Christmas album Is just an acid trip
1: does, does the Pac-Man Christmas album have a song purely about statistics and the odds of Christmas happening that doesn't make any sense whatsoever? Yeah. No. Where? Why didn't Cloudley Clarkson and Gwen Stefani pull from this source material? Hmm. 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 Are there any other Christmas songs wishing R two D two a Merry Christmas? Are there any other songs about... Uh, I don't remember everything off the Pac-Man album other than that you're correct. It is an acid trip of a... Like, yeah. These things have original, beautiful Christmas songs that work. Well, I don't
0: know about beautiful that work. I, beautiful I don't know in about, their own way. I'll say original. I don't know about beautiful and that work.
1: I mean, I don't... I, I have to purposefully listen to my own archive versions of these songs because Amazon's not playing they're not putting them into rotation. I can't train Alexa to say, hey, add Pac-Man to that Christmas list, please. Add R2D2s, beeps and boops to the Christmas list, please. I'm sorry. I know it's weird. It is one of those things. I just it was running through my head this week. I had to tell you guys. But we can we can just move right along. If this is this is Let me get to the other things I was going to talk about. Speaking of Star Wars, Brad, there was something that happened in, let's see, 1977, where Star Wars had just really come out and been successful. It was Christmas, and Kenner could not produce enough toys. They underestimated the, I would say, desire for little tiny Star Wars action figures, and they just couldn't produce them in mass. What do you do? Because you're not you're not going to miss out on the holiday sales. You'd be stupid. No one's buying toys in January and February. Come on, they want them this. They want them now. So what Kenner allowed you to do was basically buy a. Um, Uh, A Star Wars certificate that you could put in a box under the tree that said hey basically it was an IOU hey kid here's an IOU for four Star Wars action figures save this coupon and mail it in and sometime between February of next year and July of next year we will send you these four action figures here's some stickers here is a diorama of just like a flat thing of like the pictures of all the characters we're gonna have and you can kind of match them up when you get them There'll be 12 figures in total to start. You'll only get the first four. Here's here's your coupon, Merry Christmas. Trash, trash. <laughs> I don't think that's ever been replicated. I'm sure there's some people Merry getting some
0: Here you go. It's a gift certificate that you can cash in come sometime between February and July.
1: And this is 77. You mail off this certificate in months before you even get your action figures back, if you remember to mail it. Oh, yeah. Also, here's some stickers. Also, here's a membership card to the Star Wars, like, toy fandom. We cool? Merry Christmas! <laughs> it was $7. I don't know what that equates to now, but I guess 7 bucks for four figures is a steal, in a way. But... Apparently, if you still have these membership cards that you never sent in, they are selling for gangbusters online right now so as collector funkers. items. Yeah, if you have an, an entire kit, as if it was given to you, like you got it and you were like, "Thanks," and you just threw it into a closet, you could sell it anywhere between four thousand to eight thousand dollars now, which I would say is a pretty hefty chunk. Wow! All for an IOU. I, I would love Who's, for companies to get are more are into the this because it's silly.
0: Who are the lunatics paying? Thousands of dollars for this like 1970s Star Wars action figure IOU. I want to meet that motherfucker and slap them upside the head. It's a piece of the fandom, Brad.
1: It's a piece of it's a piece of Star Wars history.
0: I've been saving up. I've been saving up, and it uh, uh, looks like I've got my $8,000 socked away. It's time to finally b- buy my defunct 1970s gift certificates. I mean. <laughs> The niches okay, okay. of markets. <laughs> question, question. Which person you can throw only one of these people out an airlock to oh. die in the cold reaches of space? The person that spent four thousand. They got a deal they, for four thousand dollars. They bought the Star Wars gift certificate. Or the person that spent the nine hundred dollars on the giant plastic snake mountain?
1: Ooh. <laughs> I think the Star Wars guy goes out the airlock. Just because of the amount of money are... Well, it's amount. It's an amount of money on something so obscure. Like, who's buy? why do you want this? Again, I guess from the concept... maybe you're a toy collector and the concept of a sanctioned Kenner IOU that's a little bit more flashy is a relic of marketing that was very successful but also bullshit and made Kenner a lot of money before they even had the toys. It's basically a GoFundMe before it exists? <laughs> before that concept even existed. Like, hey, for $7.50, you too can own a piece of the Star Wars action figure line when it comes out next year. You'll be through school or summer vacation will hit and you'll get these action figures. Buy now. Here's some stickers and a membership card. Versus a giant extravagant $900 playset for an adult. At least that's a thing that you can. Well, but the, see, it is that, insane. That's the it thing, is insane.
0: But the thing for me is that, like, at least like the like the the fucking four thousand dollar gift certificate. At least you can put that in a frame and put it out of sight. Or uh, like it, it doesn't take up. It doesn't take up as much space. And like only you and like the people like. That are all in the know know that that's you spent four thousand dollars on that, like, true or it's eight thousand. Like, if you're, yeah, sorry, uh, yeah, it could Between, be eight thousand. Yeah, I'm just, I'm again, I'm giving the most generous read here. Um, like, no one knows the like how much you spend on that, and it's like you got a bunch of weird like Star Wars nerd shit, fine, you got a room full of Star Wars nerd shit, whatever, that's your thing, whatever, fine. But again, that giant fucking piece of stupid plastic is it's. So fucking big But it's not It's not $4,000 It's not four, 000, it's not $4 to $8,000 I, I don't know what I find more offensive The wasting of space Are the wasting of funds Because they're both extreme
1: So I would say now That we've talked about this That the person that's in the airlock That is going bye-bye Would be the person who bought The Snake Mountain for $900 Mainly because I would say there is a broader appeal To and i would say from like a cuz it's not just star wars fans i could see someone who really is really into marketing and advertising seeing this as a relic of wow this was a genius idea that they got people to buy this and basically fund more of the toy line and get built like there's some in like i can see someone saying this is ingenious why couldn't we all think of that maybe we should do that with the xbox and the freaking uh new playstation they should just do ious and give them sticker packs and membership cards (laughs) wouldn't that be great um for a lot more than 750 but there's something there i would say that appeals to a broader range of audiences that people might find more interesting than say snake mountain he-man how old are you it's 900 fucking dollars? Do you play with this thing? No, no, no. It's just, if I play with it, it's, it ruins it. I keep it in the box? I keep it in the box or I've assembled ah. it and the box is there too in my display case. I have a huge fucking display case with a oh box God. under at the top or maybe at the bottom and then it in there and I can't touch it or the figures in there. I'm an adult. I showcase my toys. Which again, if, if if you're an adult that showcases your toys, fine. That's what you like. Cool. Sure. Nine hundred dollars for a snake mountain. See, I guess also if you are rich and can just afford this on a whim, a little different than someone who has been saving their pennies to buy one of these. Both are both are bad, obviously. But
0: yeah, and I I, and I think also I think. I mean, again, assuming that this market actually exists where these things can be bought and sold, I guess it would be easier to resell the gift
1: certificate. Yeah, because again, it has—I would think—it has a broader market appeal. I well, could also, be wrong. It's
0: also, like, it, like the—you don't have to hire a forklift to, to, to move it.
1: True. Very so, true.
0: So, yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think State Mountain Guy still has to go out the airlock. All right, all
1: right. <laughs> Gone. And take
0: your toy with you.
1: Well, you can't sell that out of the airlock, Brad. We could sell that for $900 when we get to Spaceport.
0: Uh, Yeah, but can we? Who's buying? All right. Throw it out.
1: Let's give it to some kids. Let's give it to kids to actually play with. There's not a single child who has actually played with one of these Snake Mountain toys.
0: Never. No.
1: Give it to some kids. Give them, hey, look, Barbie's got an upgrade. She's got a dream house. Well, now she's got like a um, a mountain escape. What would I don't know. Barbie's got a new house, complete with booby traps, for Ken and the like. <sighs>
0: Weirdos, um, Alex. I'm sure there's going to be many book reports uh, from from uh, from our dear friend uh, the Republic for which it stands. But uh, like, I again, I'm only I'm only in the in the second chapter um, at this point. But man, oh manzies, there's already there's some real gold in here. Nice, like that I've come across, and uh, everyone knows this. But like, the most shocking thing is just like what these motherfuckers thought they had done with when they ended slavery. It's like, alright guys, we ended slavery. Good job, us. We did it. We're done. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> the hubris.
0: And it was just the idea that like so many of these fucking motherfuckers was like, oh yeah, yeah, the bad part is them being enslaved. We all we gotta get rid of these slave markets. These people should have their freedom. Um now of course they should go back to, you know, doing the same jobs they were doing uh, but they shouldn't be a slave doing it. Everything should be the exact same but without slavery.
1: <laughs> okay, like a distribution of wealth kind of concept where like now the slave owner has to like give those money and funds, pay these former slaves a decent wage.
0: Well, yeah, of course, I mean, of course it shouldn't be slavery. They should yeah. I mean, they should be paid, yeah, yeah. you know, like and they should be given like a clothes and food and, you know, and service for their work. Um and, uh, yeah, they should be free to leave at any time.
1: Yeah, well, also paid a, a like, a decent wage, right? Or, like...
0: I, I yeah, yeah, something, yeah. Uh, but mainly they should be, you know, pretty much just doing the exact same thing. And also, I think, I think a really great idea would be that instead of them, you know, um, they should, like, sign contracts to work for their employer like, a one-year contract. So for, like, one year, um, they would be locked in to working in the, uh, you know, traditional way. Okay. Um...
1: I mean, kind of ridiculous, but okay. I uh, so, uh, um,
0: let's a quote here: Every man wants to work under order, under under orders. And on a plantation, the headman who gives all the orders is the owner of the place. Whatever he tells you to do, you must do at once and cheerfully. Remember that all your working time belongs to the man who hires you. Sol told the free people, you will have to work hard and get, very l- and get very little to eat and very few clothes to wear, and husbands and wives on separate plantations would not live together. The new freedom might seem uh, reminiscent of old slavery, but remember, even if you are badly off, no one can buy or sell you. <laughs> Only actual suffering, starvation, and punishment will drive many of them to work. Jesus. I mean, what the fuck? Like, there's some amazing quotes in here. Um, I've got another one. <laughs> I heard a Georgia planter argue, most seriously, that one of his Negroes had shown, himself, had shown himself certainly unfit for freedom because he had impudently refused to submit to a whipping. Huh. I mean, Alex, how can these people be ready for freedom if they won't even submit to being whipped now? I mean
1: take the whip out of the guy's hand and be like how do you like it brother i'm free you don't do that to people you can't do that that's abuse i mean it's not right regardless of who what what, like the power dynamic but
0: if you think that's going on and he's like one year contract like a year long contract where you're not where you're locked in to work the plantation for you like you cannot and that's insane
1: very true? Like you
0: it's just nuts. can't quit Yo, know, You can't quit your job for a year. You're a slave for a year. And there was one I mean, guy mean not there was technically one guy not was, a
1: slave, Brad, just you know.
0: Just uh you have the same to work thing, there until a your contract's out. Yeah. And there was one motherfucker that was trying to get a lifetime contract trying to get lifetime contracts with people. Wow. Yeah, he was trying to force them into lifetime contracts.
1: Like, how did that go over? Uh, like was, how do you stop that?
0: Well, they they did they did they did stop that. Good. Uh, didn't allow that. Like it's it's just insane. It's absolutely insane. And the fact that like like Johnson became president, like I mean, worst case scenario. Like ro- like Lincoln was not great, obviously trash. But fucking Johnson, ah, uh, because Johnson's whole thing, like he was like, well, yes, yeah, so we got to end slavery because it's really bad for the poor white people, because because oh. the slaves are taking their jobs. <laughs>
1: Huh, that's a weird take, Johnson. I, that
0: was, yeah, that was just, I mean, that was a lot of, I mean, that was a lot of people at the time. Like, oh, yeah, we got to think about uh, all these poor, uh, poor white people that aren't getting work because of
1: slavery, which uh,
0: certainly was a thing, but not really the main
1: concern. I mean, yeah, not the main concern and not, I don't know if that's really a concern. I mean, the concern is there's a lot of people who will say are poor, who are working or don't have that. I mean, slavery is wrong, emphatically, cannot stand. I mean maybe we should make also equality for all people like I don't I don't I mean that would make more sense right maybe set up something more akin to like a socialist kind of thing like
0: -like the concept of poor
1: isn't really existing as much
0: like it's uh, what's what's shocking again only in the second chapter but what's like shocking to me is i'm like oh this feels real familiar like i, I this feels real familiar <laughs> like there's just like like there's some of these things that reno you know, johnson like this this sounds a, sometimes this sounds like a little like trump and sometimes it sounds like a little like biden
1: <laughs> i mean Ugh. things have not changed as much as we would have liked oh them no to, no not at all. as like not as we'd like all. to pretend that they have
0: No. Yeah and uh, Obviously, yeah we
1: just had a black lives matter movement i mean come on
0: <laughs> we had sadly we, racism we, is still very uh, much alive in the united um,
1: states and that sucks and is dumb and stupid
0: and, and like there was I, there's one thing i was just reading that where where johnson was like uh, apparently had like blew up and he was like in a meeting and he blew up and he was like um like i've, I've done like <laughs> it just very much reminded me of that leaked audio of biden exploding recently um talking about how he had done the most for black people um <laughs> Come on, Mac. Like, I, I, listen, and, and, but, they've got, but they've got a... I've, I've done more for Hispanics and black people. And it's like, oh, cool, 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 Biden. And then he's yelling at all the civil rights leaders and saying that the, the black people need to uh, calm down. I Like, fuck Joe Biden to hell. Like, Yee. I hate that motherfucker, and I hope he drops dead any second now. Um, but also Kamala Harris, I hope she also drops dead. Like, I hope they all die. I hope Washington gets blown off the face of the map i hope they all die it'll be a better world but motherfucker like it's like nothing changes um nothing ever changes six hundred dollars
1: fucking bullshit i mean yeah that's that's ridiculous do people in the do people not know that other countries are getting like actual help i think if you broadcast hey people in australia are getting like a thousand dollars a week people in Canada was it $2000 maybe it was every 2 weeks or every month well, anyway it's, yeah, it's, money it's, that it's can actually long. help someone live yeah. in a cadence that actually makes sense and you're yeah. coming at me with one check that was around a 1200 ish and another one that's like now 600 pending on and i guess you can get multiple checks if you have kids Less or something and make a certain amount
0: over the course of like what's 9 months
1: how big was the, the recent thing? Like, it was so many hundreds of billions of dollars, right? Yeah, it's insane, yeah. And only, I think, $9 billion accounts for, like, if every American citizen got the $600. And people are like, what are the rest of those hundreds of billions for?
0: Oh, uh, Israel, racehorses. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: I saw someone rightly point out, hey, we just gave a lot of money to, for, to Israel in this thing. Yeah. P.S. They have universal health care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. every one of those people are taken care of, and don't have to worry about medical bills, guys. We pay for their their socialist medicine. Don't do it here, though. Can't do it here. Not enough money. We got to be all, fiscal oh, by responsible. By the way, the that, deficit is money, huge.
0: All that money that we are giving to Israel, a country that um, has uh, has healthcare. Um, guess who's not getting any of that? The Palestinians.
1: No, oh, I mean, yeah, that's a given. Sadly, no. like, what's going on? Brad is two hundred pages in. Not 200 pages two chapters I I'm like the librarian what was that um, 900 yeah. pages in before you realize Please. whether you want to refinish reading the book
0: oh was it, it was I thought it was a thousand um
1: I think it was a thousand I couldn't yeah. remember which means
0: I have to read this entire book and then I need to go back and read uh, through uh, the first um, through chapter one part two. And then I will be able to decide whether this is a good book. That motherfucker, like, this is the most gigantic book in the world. Like, I have, I think I I think I figured it was like three books that are larger in size than this book. It is humongous. And that motherfucker, <laughs> I will never, like, I wish, I, I wish I could have been there when that motherfucker said they have to read a thousand pages to judge a book. And I just called them out and forced them to leave in shame.
1: I wish you had been there too, friend. It I'm was weird.
0: Anything.
1: I, I can like, remember it very vividly. I
0: want to I will I want to, listen, if any if listen, episode 500, if anyone has a working time machine. I'm not going to fuck with anything else. <laughs> I just want to go back and be there when that was said. Well, really, you know, I have to read like a thousand pages of a book before I can really decide whether I like it or not. Liar. You're a liar. That's stupid. That's it. what was the how long? What was the latest, last book you read? There was a thousand pages. Oh, I read a lot of very long books. I, I, you know, I, I, I'm a bit of a bookworm. I, I loved it. Yeah. When was the what was what was the last book you read? <laughs> oh, um. Well, it was uh, Infinite, Infinite Jest. Oh, really? How how many pages was it? Cool. Cool. Oh, all right. Well, what, what did you read before that? Oh <laughs> my. How how long was it? How, how, just guess. How many? How many? Nope. That book was.
1: Oh, 700
0: pages. So did you read, it, you read it more than once to design or what? Oh, totally. Well, I... I, I, I
1: uh,
0: Falls I've apart. Been found Crumbles. Out. I've been found out. I'm a fraud. Everyone knows I'm a fraud.
1: <laughs> I hope my memories change and that I don't have a recollection of them changing. Just that the next time we tell the story at episode 500 or whenever, it is. Remember that time, Brad, when that <laughs> we were there, that one person <laughs> said this? Yes! <sighs> the tight let's let's fingers crossed on those time machines those time people mm-hmm. brad have you watched any more holiday movies because the last time we spoke you'd watched all the christmas movies yeah I most of them
0: so many damn fucking movies um oh i i uh, uh over the weekend uh we watched uh, a winter's tale with claire that's that's a movie that doesn't make any fucking sense.
1: I don't know. Whether, I have no reference for A Winter's that, Tale. I
0: think it came out in 2014.
1: Uh, this is a Shakespeare joint.
0: No, no, not 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 the play. This is the film from 2014.
1: Oh, with uh, is who is that guy?
0: It's got uh, Colin Farrell.
1: Colin Farrell. I couldn't think of. His, and, I knew it was uh, Colin something.
0: Russell Crowe and uh, Will Smith and uh, Jennifer Connelly. Kind of. Uh, it's it doesn't make any sense it's not good
1: so a guy in early 20th century new york breaks into a central park mansion and has his heart quickly stolen by its occupant huh? unfortunately their love is star-crossed she is dying from she's dying from something
0: yeah that's true <laughs> and
1: he's marked for death
0: she's certainly dying from something
1: not a fan huh
0: i know it it was i it was bizarre it was bizarre i was aware of of cast yeah yeah will smith uh, plays the devil in it
1: so uh whoa wait what oh yeah he is credited here there's lucifer huh yeah so the real devil makes an appearance in this movie yeah
0: yeah it's a it's a weird movie it's a weird movie By weird i mean garbage very
1: strange. Very strange. Because weird could go multiple There's ways. Sometimes weird can flying. be fun.
0: There's a magical flying horse that's actually a dog.
1: Well, that's just bizarre. Right.
0: That it's doesn't It's not really make a dog, sense. but it's a dog.
1: Huh. Now you got me interested in wanting to watch it, but you say well, it's weird garbage, and so I, 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 mean, I don't know. I, if
0: you want to watch something very weird, feel free, but it's
1: not good. Something that I've watched that I would say is weird in a good way would be the movie The Family Stone, another Christmas movie that debuted in 2005, Brad, we have Sarah Jessica Parker. She plays a uh, uptight businesswoman who's coming home for the holidays with her boyfriend to meet his family for the first time, and she is very socially awkward. If you didn't think Sarah Jessica Parker had range, which I'm still not convinced that she does. I see her play a character here that I haven't seen her play in the handful of things I've seen her in. Girls Just Want to Have Fun and Sex and the City. Pretty much the only things I can think of in some random movie I remember watching back in my college days that was garbage. She pulls off this awkwardness in a way that is very successful. We got Diane Keaton, the uh, mother of this family. Rachel McAdams, Luke Wilson, the brother of the boyfriend. Clara Danes appears in the middle of it. Is Sarah Jessica Parker's sister that has to come because it's so awkward that uh, Sarah Jessica Parker needs her sister to come invade this people's Christmas, her boyfriend's Christmas. We got Craig T. Nelson as the dad. Brad, I could go on. It's star-studded, star-studded. Imagine a Lifetime movie With actual, I would say, credible Hollywood stars. Not necessarily past their prime.
0: Are you saying (laughs) that Nutty Christmas uh, does not have uh, big-time Hollywood stars?
1: So, we also watched A Nutty Christmas, and we watched it while... I did not get to watch a lot of it, sadly. Because Emily was over there with my tablet watching it while we put a, a, a puzzle together, which was the hardest puzzle I have put together as an adult. It was a circle, the pieces were non-traditional shapes of puzzle pieces and there were fake edge pieces that went into it and not all the pieces interlocked until they were all together a fascinating wonderful puzzling experience but while we were watching that we watched a nutty christmas and the only scene i vividly remember is when the nutcracker man has been brought to life and they can't crack enough walnuts to make their order for it's either the army or the navy or both I remember you telling me this last time friend all of us and there's a montage of him cracking nuts with his hands like a mad person and throwing them into this bowl while her um, indentured servants the people she has working for her at this bakery are just in awe and horror as this guy just gleefully cracks these nuts and throws them into a bowl while she's trying to find an alternate way to get them a crazy movie also when the mouse king is is uh, thwarted it was another scene of like okay and the ending is brad said where she doesn't end up with the nutcracker but another soldier guy straight out of service very weird movie very weird. I guess the only way you could go is the sequel is the Nutcracker just visits different people to help them out every year, but every sequel also has a weird Nutcracking montage that just gets weirder, maybe sexier as it goes. I don't know. I'm trying to find something to spice it up. So that is a legitimate Lifetime movie, correct? Yeah. That's either oh, yeah. Lifetime or Hallmark.
0: Oh, no, that's that's a Lifetime.
1: So imagine that weirdness and kookiness, but you put in I would say higher level celebrities, a little bit tighter script, a better budget, and just a whole bunch of polish. That's what you get with the Family Stone, friend. And it is a roller coaster ride. The ending is horrible. The ending is bad. (laughs) Not what you think. It's not gonna end the way you think. It also, it it kinda has a somber kind of mode, which you're not looking for. Like it switches its, I would say, tone in a way to its detriment, but also for its oddity. Like three times? You think it's one movie. Now it's this movie. What's Claire Danes doing here? We're in another movie? Oh, and now we're in this movie. Merry Christmas. There is a scene in this, and I, I'm trying not to say a lot because I really think this may be a ramjack material movie to watch. And I would actually love your opinions on this film, friend. There is a scene that was perhaps the most awkward thing i have seen in a fictionalized like a movie or television show note i have watched all of the office both the original british and american i have watched other things that had very i would say realistically awkward fictionalized things and this hit a chord i had to hide myself underneath my bed covers Not too unlike Scrooge, hiding from spirits, because I couldn't watch. I thought, ah, it was that awkward. We've all experienced things like that, right? Never had it hit me at this level. It's at a dinner. Note that Sarah Jessica Parker's character is super awkward. She tries to bring up a point that is not landing well and continues to talk about it. And it gets so awkward. I... I need... Are you game to watch this in the future? Maybe for, like, Christmas in July or something?
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Or just watch it on your own, and we can talk about it next week, just randomly, just like, hey, maybe you hit a few minutes because it is, it's interesting. I was not expecting this when we put it on. It's on HBO Max right now. If you want to hit it up, anyone else who's watching or listening out there, strange movie, worth your time, I would say. Um, the other movie I watched is not Christmas related at all, and that's the Trial of the Chicago Seven, which I texted oh Brad about while I was while I was watching.
0: Yikes. Uh, are Aaron you Sorkin
1: joint and Aaron Sorkin joint so i forgot that he did this i just oh. saw it and thought i don't remember what co- i don't remember i don't remember this movie but there's something about it i remember the trailer that i thought should i this seems at least mildly interesting so i i watched it on a whim and yeah it's definitely an Aaron Sorkin joint a lot of the stuff is Because it's based on an actual thing that happened, where seven people were put on trial due to some riots in Chicago. Vaguely based on, vaguely, vaguely based on a thing that
0: really happened. Yeah, I mean,
1: you can definitely say vaguely based on people who were put on trial due to protests slash we'll say riots that happened in Chicago in 1968. Um, It was around the Democratic National Convention in Chicago. Again, another I would say star-studded cast. You got uh, Eddie Redmayne, Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, the guy who plays the judge, you got Joseph Gordon Lovett and Frank Ligalia? Am I saying that? Langella? Frank, Frank Ligella? Manchella? Yes, Jella is the judge. Cannot... Sorry about the mispronciation.
0: Friend, he's, he's on the top of my solstice tree right now.
1: Indeed. He... Okay, so, yes. Is... Have facts been changed... <laughs> for the sake of entertainment and maybe yes. making a better story, uh, most emphatically. Well, the for making ending, a
0: better story, I don't know. Because I think the real story is...
1: Um, is it, is it... So here's, I guess, the problem. I, I, I guess the conundrum I find myself in. This movie, if you throw out the fact that it's not trying to be very realistic... Or it just broad strokes reality and maybe coloring it up a little bit.
0: Yeah. And putting it in an entirely West Wing version of history that could never, will never, and fuck you, Aaron Sorkin, never exist.
1: Yeah. I didn't get as much West Wing Wing vibes. Granted, I have not watched a lot of West Wing because I cannot stomach it. What I have watched, I'm like, this is garbage. I don't like this. I would say that this movie is successful in what it is trying to do, and it was entertaining and very moving- as a movie and it works like it it wonderful very well acted very impactful as far as like the scenes and even the pacing is really good but again you have to completely take it away from anything of like the actual source material and again i was surprised that it worked as well as it did and there are some amazing performances in here Again, Franklin Gallaud, his judge, fucking just dark. Like, If anyone, If anyone's, if anyone's playing sobering. the drinking
0: game, where every time Alex mispronounces an actor's name, you take a drink...
1: You should definitely you drink. You
0: died 12 times in this episode thus far, but do keep in mind, guys, I can't... I, there's only... I'm, I, don't, I, I don't have, like, the capability to edit them all out, so you're just dealing with it this week, friends. You're dealing with it.
1: Look... Everyone so, has listen, something shout, that they shout, struggle with. Shout
0: out to Frank Langella and Eclara Danes. Super I,
1: I struggle with people's names. It's just something I do. I struggle with words sometimes that I'm not familiar all, with. All That's good. who it's I all am. Good. We know I'm
0: it. Just, I'm just. I'm just. letting you know before I start getting all the messages asking if you've had a stroke this week. Just. Just want. Just want to put it
1: out there. Haven't had a stroke. Uh, something, I guess, is cognitively cognitively wired in my brain in a way that it is difficult for me to pronounce things sometimes. I, I apologize if that causes you stress. I listen to many podcasts where people do a lot of things wrong that I'm like, what? <laughs> but I also just let it slide because I'm like, guys, look, we're all doing something we enjoy and it's entertaining. Cut people some slack on some of this stuff. Indeed. I, I do apologize if it bothers... I hope it's entertaining you that it's, it is something that I'm mispronouncing. As opposed to, to driving you crazy.
0: I, I just want to make sure that people listening know that I I hear it and I'm accepting it. But guys, I, I can't... I can't... I can't, I can't uh, correct Alex constantly. It's too much work.
1: All that to say better than i thought it was going to be i would say it is a fun ride from those perspectives but you have to you have to approach it at like okay look, i'm just going to take this for what it is on the surface level and not dig too deep because when you do dig deep a lot of the stuff that i would say makes a big impression or stays with you is not historically accurate enough and diminishes i guess the story but the actual historical facts are better anyway so it's like why did you change this yeah
0: and why you Just change to make it to more make it, marketable?
1: Why don't you change well, so you much ch-
0: of it? No, he changed it to make it a more fucking Aaron Sorkin version of the world. To, like, make Abby Hoffman not, seem not as awesome as he is. And to make it seem more everybody gets along. Uh, America's actually a good place after all. Like, fucking bullshit. Because Aaron Sorkin, is, uh, listen, I would love Joe Biden to die tomorrow. But if I had a choice between Joe Biden and Aaron Sorkin, it would be a hard choice. Because Aaron Sorkin, like, is a fucking piece. Of shit. And if I could wipe him from the history of the world, it would be glorious. Uh, but he's awful. He's a fucking monster. Um, hate him with a passion.
1: I think Sorkin's uh. going in that airlock. <laughs> oh, Just the way that you're God, talking about it air- right now. Airlock. But the choice was now. If
0: I, could, if I could airlock this second, Joe Biden or Aaron Sorkin? Ah, uh, I mean... Obviously, Joe Biden's going to do more actual, real-world, lasting damage. But, like, if I could erase one from the history of the world, that's a tough call. Because if I think there's no Aaron Sorkin, I think there might be no Obama. And if that's the case, there's no Joe Biden presidency either. So, hmm! But in just a situation <laughs> where I'm, they're just being thrown at an airlock, obviously you have to throw Joe Biden at the airlock. But, man, man, it would be it would be very satisfying
1: it is not a time traveling airlock. It would be what it is now. Yeah, yeah, we know your choice I, now.
0: I, I know um, Dave Anthony, um, who does the West Wing uh, West Wing thing podcast, which is hilarious and great. Um, he was on Chapo Trap House, and they talked about this film, and that's when I decided, no, thank you, because uh, he they really broke down all of the insanity that. Aaron Sorkin did to this story.
1: Well, then I cannot wait to find that episode of Chapo Trap House cuz I do enjoy their show and this is the one I want to see cuz I do want to know more about cuz I haven't been able to I haven't researched it since then other than like the light stuff I did for this show. A- again, the ending of the movie that did not happen the way that it is depicted in the film. I will say you said that um uh the character that Sasha Baron Cohen plays, Sasha Baron Cohen uh, the Hoffman guy He I mean, awesome. is awesome Yeah, he is off, awesome in this There, there, I, There is no I, I'm sure he's more awesome in reality But Definitely. I don't know much about him But he he does come off as one of the cooler characters And it's all because of the charisma That Shasha brings to this thing Michael Keaton also did a really good job But again, Aaron Sorkin joint Eh like, <laughs> If you have it all together A good film, I would say like, Really good, well executed
0: I can't imagine any yeah. human being on the planet being less qualified to tell this story.
1: He's good at taking... He's good at... Like, this story is well executed. Like, it's good, the movie. Like, it works. But again, at what cost to, I guess, the actual source material? At what cost to, like, his agenda? I mean, that's movies... All movies are like that, especially if they're, like, anything that deals with history. Of course it's not... They make it more entertaining. I... That's just the way it is, I guess. People feel like they have to, but it's, I guess, the, the extra, like, flair of this is my signature feel, Sorkin feel. Like Brad said earlier, like, West-winging it. That makes it a little bit more like, ugh. Yeah. Like, ugh. I don't know. I don't know. The only other, I would say, hol- holiday-related thing that I could talk about would be the light shows in Cincinnati. Since I have now surveyed all of them, at least the ones of note, And one of the ones that I recently saw with my family, we went to a place called Coney Island. Brad, I don't know if you remember what that is from your Cincinnati days. So the Coney Island was a theme park that its heyday was, I want to say like the 60s, maybe the 50s in Cincinnati. Like it's, it's an established thing. And it was essentially a king's island, which is a much bigger theme park of its day. Now... I mean, I guess it had been operating as a theme park for a while, and recently it shut down as a theme park and now has just its own water park, but they still have, like, this giant sprawling, like, theme park campus, so something that they've been doing is retrofitting it and just keeping a holiday lights display where you wind through a former amusement park and they put lights up everywhere. The big draw, and it, it's supposed to be the best one in this area... Spoiler: It isn't. Is that they sync everything up to music, and you can tune into this one, uh, like version of the of a radio station that they broadcast on, and it syncs everything to that radio station, and the songs are a mess. What Christmas song, Brad? Do you think the Coney Island Holiday Light Spectacular starts? on in its rotation of music because it goes for i'm saying like 45 minutes of here's our mix of music and this is the anchor point that start the christmas song that ends and begins this wonderful holiday experience
0: i mean i i'm gonna guess it's a i guess it's a real real classic um
1: i'll give you a hint okay we had to listen to this holiday classic a lot
0: is it We Wish You a Turtle Christmas from the Ninja Turtle uh, um, uh,
1: Christmas uh, video? <laughs> We're the turtles, wishing you a Merry Christmas. I don't know how that Christmas, I, I just mixed the other turtle song I knew. You can count on us. Assuming it's the same melody, I don't know. No, it, isn't. Or is, it is
0: it Rap Rap from the Ninja Turtle Christmas album?
1: <laughs> I gotta look up this Ninja Turtle's Christmas album because it seems like one of those unique Christmas albums. <laughs> That's original. Unlike that Mariah, unlike that Gwen Stefani and Kelly Clarkson bullshit, unlike that, <laughs> rocking around the Christmas tree.
0: Is it uh, is it up from the sewer from the New Turtle Christmas
1: album? Is up from the sewer genuinely a song title from that a Christmas album?
0: Yeah, um, up from the sewer. Oh uh, man, I wish it had lyrics.
1: Up from the sewer, the turtles creep.
0: It's got. It's eight tracks, friend. It's a classic. Was, was, I'm looking at of those immediately.
1: None of those. The holiday classic they open it with is—I don't even remember the name of the song. It's the song that <laughs> yeah, we have like listened Latin. to. Well, I don't know its proper song title. I don't know if I ever have because I—I I don't like this song. It's the jingoistic classic "Proud to Be an American," a Christmas song. You might be asking yourself, That's "Yeah, so a Christmas song is in a in a similarly questioning way is how they started." What? Immediately, I had misgivings of this Christmas, uh, this holiday light spectacular. What are you coming at me with? Proud to be an American, taking me back to high school when we had to listen to that for the months after 9/11. Yeah. In we lieu to, of we the national listen... anthem, and Did that whole ritual is weird to begin with. We had
0: to listen to "Proud to be an American," which is a long damn song, and then the national anthem. We had double dukes just standing there listening to shit. By the way, um, up, up from the sewers and into the streets. Up from the sewers and into the streets. Up from the sewer and into the streets to buy a gift we go. Up from the sewers and to the streets to buy a gift we go. Raphael knows the way to face the day. It's cold here. Come- It's cold. Here comes the snow. Oh. Stores will be closing. It's really late. I don't have one idea. No bad attitude, no problemo dude Won't give up and never fear Stores will be closing It's really late I hate to go shopping, I really do Come on, let's get this done It's a beautiful night, it'll work out right It's not my idea fun It's a beautiful night, it'll work out right This is not my idea fun
1: <laughs> Wow I don't know if I've heard a Christmas song lately <laughs> That cuts to like the heart I'm Of being... anxiety around Christmas <laughs> Oof that sounds like a, that almost reads like a sobering holiday poem of the commercialism ah. and sensation of Christmas. Not necessarily, I would not guess that comes from a classic Ninja Turtles Christmas album.
0: Alex, I know you were saying earlier that, um, where have you, there's not a song like, uh, what are you gonna Wookiee for Christmas? Well, what about this? Gotta get a gift, gotta get a gift. Gotta get a gift. Gotta get a gift for Splinter. Gotta get. Gotta get a gift for Splinter. I hate shopping in the winter. (laughs) What do you give the Ninja Master who has everything? Oh baby. Gotta get a gift. Gotta get a gift. Gotta get a gift for Splinter. Gotta gift for Splinter. He's the last one on our list. He's the only one we missed. We gotta get a gift. Oh (coughs) baby. Gotta get a gift. Gotta get a gift. Gotta get a gift for Splinter. How about a set of golf clubs? Splinter's not athletic. (laughs) A bowling ball, some ice skates. You guys are pathetic. Uh Uh-oh. Gotta get a gift. Gotta get a gift for Splinter. A sweater or a necktie. An electric coffee brewer. How about a go-kart? A go-kart in the sewer, baby. Ow.
1: <laughs> Does he have a pair of know. earmuffs? Which turtle is saying "Go guard in the
0: sewer, baby"? Does he have a pair of earmuffs? I really can't remember. Next year we are doing all our shopping in September, baby. Gotta get a gift. Gotta get a gift. Gotta get a gift for Splinter tonight.
1: I'm gonna give it an, an A for effort are because you? I'm not. <laughs> it's a little. It's a little repetitive.
0: I, and actually, then, I cut out some of the Gotta Give you Gifts for Splinters, too.
1: Please, that's awesome. Because yeah. it seems like a lot of these Ninja Turtle songs are that kind of like, gr- gr- I don't really know really how to say it, just like grading repetitiveness. Because you've already mentioned another song that has a similar theme as far as like giving gifts at night. And I'm like, okay. All
0: right, all right. right Alex, Alex, I'm, I'm going to give you one more Turtle song, and then you can tell me your dumb list of songs. Because I think this is a classic right here. It's Christmas Eve and all my friends are here wrapping up presents. It happens once a year. I do my best when I'm wrapping my gifts. I take a lot of pride when I put the gift inside of the wrap, 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 wrap. Yeah, come on, say it again, y'all. The wrap, 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 wrap. Yeah, yeah. It takes time and it takes a lot of caring to put the ribbon on. Feels good when you're sharing. I do my best when I'm wrapping my gifts. I take a lot of pride when I put the gift inside of the wrap, 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 wrap. Say it again: wrap, 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 wrap. Come on, here we go again. I'm a teenage mutant ninja turtle wrapping, wrap it tight. It feels (laughs) so good if I could wrap them all tonight. But I'll do my best when I'm wrapping my gifts. I take a lot of pride when I put the gift inside of the rap, 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 rap. <laughs> Say it again, y'all. The rap, 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 rap.
1: I'm assuming this is Donatello or Leonardo. Because is, is, does Raphael or Michelangelo, are they the one that's bringing the baby into the other songs? Because they have uh, to be, right?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know.
1: Where, where are what's, what's going on? Does here? April have a ballad in this for her Probably. Christmas ballad? The Splinter? Why the fuck aren't Bebop and Rocksteady singing songs or what they're going to give um, Shredder? It, it, does Krang not have a Christmas song from Dimension X or whatever they're from?
0: I, this is just very upsetting, guys. I'm
1: just... Because <sighs> the only three songs you've told me so far are I Gotta Go Get a Gift Tonight Because and then we forgot to get Splinter a gift. We gotta get him. He's the last one, even though he's our mentor. Hers, basically our only ca- child care provider we've had. To, we owe everything to him. We forgot about him. And also we're going to rap rap, a rap, a rap rap. I'm trying to imagine in my mind like how these are cut and mixed.
0: Yeah. And
1: I, am I the... I can't be the only one that imagines the movie Ninja Turtles singing this, right? Alex... Not the you, cartoon.
0: It's not the cartoon, but... Okay. The movie Ninja Turtles would be a, a far better upgrade than what I'm seeing.
1: Where are you seeing this at? Is this on YouTube? Is this... Um,
0: It's definitely on YouTube. I well, I just want something to look at, at, at the lyrics, but there's, there's images. If you look up... Uh, uh, we wish you a turtle Christmas. Um, the the album cover, like, th- there's a video um, that, that goes with this, but, like, these suits are... These are some uh, third-tier costumes.
1: Oh, my goodness. October 1994. 25 minutes. Eight songs packed into a 25-minute extravaganza. Very upsetting. We got the record. Rocker- on, on the VHS cover we see the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree and the turtles are in front of it with tons of presents. For who? What, they know April? They know each other? And they know, I guess, uh, what's his name? The guy that wears the ski mask. Casey Jones. They know Casey. Who else is is getting gifts?
0: Huh. Oh, 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 I found the full video. Oh, 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 God, they're weird looking. So yeah, make a note of that for, uh... The... Sorry, friend, I derailed, uh...
1: Oh, no. I mean, this is... this is fascinating. My favorite thing on the IMDb page about this Ninja Turtles holiday extravaganza is the user review was a one-star, the top one. And it says, holiday septic waste? and talks about how horrible it is. Welcome to the internet, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so we start with, proud to be an American... And then we get a a cut of a whole bunch of songs where there's only, like, choice portions of them. Haphazardly, I would even say. And it's an odd mix. We get part of the Grinch, and then we go over to the Christmas Vacation song from, like, the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And then we get some obscure cuts. I don't hear any Turtles or Star Wars or Pac-Man, but it wouldn't shock me. And I'm pretty sure they have no rights to these songs, because there's no fucking way they do. So this is a homebrew mix of these songs. And the light display winds around a large park, but a lot of it is a fake sense of grandeur. Because at one point we go through the main parking lot, and we are wound through in a very snake-tight, snake-like pattern through a light display... That again is synced to this And I guess it would be impressive Impressive if it all came on at once Because then you'd realize, oh, there's a lot of lights here But if it did come on at, all at once You would lose the illusion that I'm winding through a light display And not just driving through a parking lot With a whole bunch of lights That are, I guess, less than some the of their parts Unless they kind of do this Like, ooh, we're going to sync to the music To disguise this charade This uh, poor light show And I'll say I'll just go ahead and say it neat don't know if it's worth your time if you had to wait any longer than we did which was a little which was a while we got there before the sun went down and we had to wait until like 15 minutes after the sun went down so the lights when they let people go through we were in line and there were people I'm assuming waiting for hours don't think it's worth that Veer, I mean, obviously, my children loved it. Joey thought it was the best thing he's seen in Cincinnati. He he questioned how I couldn't think it was the best one, considering the other ones that we've seen. And everyone has their strengths. And I just kept seeing the seams in it and thought, nah, I mean, this is fun. It's holiday lights. We're hearing a lot of obscure Christmas songs mixed with some well-knowns, kind of cut strangely. And then, of course, a patriotic song in the middle of it. Don't know about that. And I don't know. There was also less... It was more, hey, here's just a lot of lights that don't really mean anything. There's not like, there's some trees and there's some snowflakes and there's some like, I guess the normal like, uh, nutcrackers and stuff, but it didn't seem coherent. I don't know. I go through one of the, one of, one of my favorites is the Sharon Woods, which a lot of them, it's flack is that a lot of it. They really need to make sure they replace all the bulbs. But there are very strange and weird, essentially, like, lawn light decorations. Because that's all it is. They, They have a huge array of... Things there's a there's a Christmas dinosaur there's a Christmas Santa Claus in an airplane dropping presents of good cheer down and it's all lit I, there's a there's a gorilla at some point there's a god I said dinosaur but there's also a Godzilla anything you can think of is not too strange to see at this thing and again novelty wins me over I guess it's just so much of the laziness the fact that it it's trying to be more than it is about the Coney Island one. And the fact that it holds a higher position with a lot of other people, I'm like, no, pass. Not as good. The, the Pyramid Hill one, which is another good one, is kind of an in-between of these two things. The lights stay on continuously, and there's just so many lights that you're in awe of, wow, someone put all these up. This is crazy that there's this many lights. And plus the terrain is just better. You'll die going leaving it because there's no traffic cop. And it's on a back road highway where people go really fast and there's a snake line of cars waiting and you're blinded by the light. Again, almost brushed with death the last time we went there. Haven't gone back because of that. But it made me wonder, the thing I thought about going through this, because my mind was able to wonder, was in Florida, much like the um, Halloween drive-through that you went through, are there Christmas light displays down there worth your time, or is there something that equivalent to this that you have down there?
0: I, so, well, I, I, I don't know, actually. I, well, I don't, I don't know that there's a lot of, like, actual, like, events to drive through with Christmas lights. Um, because, um, not anymore, but there was at Disney, at Hollywood Studios, uh, there was the Osborne lights, which was, like, th- uh, this, like, crazy amazing light display, um, for the last year of it was, like, a few years back, I think it was, like, 2015, 2016, um, and that was fucking amazing, but it was at, it was at Disney, it was, like, crazy packed, but it was an insane, like, lighted up whole area that was amazing, but also way too crowded and impossible to deal with. Um, there was that, and that was great, but I don't know if there's anything that, like an actual like event like you go to the, like and drive through like that I mean they're uh, like you know everywhere there's there's definitely some you know just individual humans that have like fully decked out and there was this one that was like an event that we would actually go to every year and just like uh, we would go and like look at uh, uh, lights and then like walk around um, and there was this one house that was like so over the top like it was it like had like an amazing like whole like thing wow and walkways and it was it was like elaborate um, but they just did that because they like doing it. Um, but That's those people have thing. actually moved, so that doesn't even exist this year. I mean, obviously wouldn't actually go and walk around it this year because of oh, pandemic yeah. times, but it's I think I'm going to go out and drive around. I meant to do that like last weekend and the weekend before, and I just didn't. Just go around and drive around and see some lights, but no real, I don't think there's any real light event. I know there's some like in St. Augustine, there's like a big thing, but I don't know that we actually have any drive around driving through events.
1: To clarify, I'm, I'm when I'm when I'm comparing all of these in the Cincinnati area. It is specifically the ones you drive through because Kings Island has a giant light display that's awesome, and so does the Cincinnati Zoo. Like, there's a lot of go-to destinations. Let's walk through, which obviously we can't do in COVID times. I wonder why Disney stopped theirs though. You said 2016 was the last time they did it.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, because. It was, it was right before the... Uh, just because, like, it was the Hollywood Studios before they uh, redid all the, the Star Wars stuff. I mean, they just didn't have space for it anymore. Interesting. Um, yeah. And it was, mm-hmm. it was a, yeah. It was just a whole thing, but... Um, holiday really
1: lights. Nice. The last thing I'll leave you with, holiday lights, is my tree is fully operational. I don't remember if I said that on the last podcast.
0: Congrats. Last time we talked, there was still some more out, so...
1: Got the shipment in, replaced. I think in total, it was 230 bulbs-ish. And it was painstaking. But now it's beautiful. It it lights up. It's gorgeous. I have everything on. I had these timer plugs, which old school technology. So I went ahead and upgraded everything to my uh, smart plugs. And that's also awesome. Setting up the Alexa routines for inside and out. But that's the only real other light updates, I would say, for the holiday.
0: My lights are my light still going strong. Um, oh, yeah.
1: Beautiful lights right. in the background.
0: Yeah, no, no problems.
1: No problem. Brad, do we, want to, uh, do we want to help some... Do we want to give back in this holiday season to some people who may need some help?
0: Okay. Well, Alex, there's certainly some people who need some help. But before that, I thought maybe... Before we help others, I think we need to know who we are. Oh. And when I logged on to Mormon up Sorry, LDS.net. No, thirdhour.org... Um, I, I realized before I was about to click, um, on the forums as usual, but then I saw something that caught my eye and I was like, well, I think before we help anyone, we should take a quiz to find out which Book of Mormon villain are you? <gasps>
1: bum bum bum.
0: So, uh, Alex, I think we need to find out which, which villain we are, because otherwise how can we help anyone? So, uh, we get some questions here. We're going to go through these. All right, Alex. Are you a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? I am not. All right, so the the options are yes, with a capital Y, or no, all caps. I'm going to say no for both.
1: Um, No, all caps, yeah.
0: All caps, strong. What TV show is your guilty pleasure? Survivor, (laughs) The Bachelor, Cops, are the real housewives?
1: I'm going to say The Bachelor.
0: Alex says The Bachelor. I...
1: I love these are guilty pleasures in yeah. the concept of Mormons and I guess that makes sense.
0: I you know, well I was going I was going to say I think I the I, I don't really I don't believe guilty pleasures is stupid. I don't like the, even the concept of it. But then I was thinking, well the only one of these I would feel actually guilty about is watching cops cuz like that's bad. But then I realized oh, yeah. cops is the only one of these shows I've ever actually seen. <laughs> so I have to say cops <laughs> Not that I watch Cops, but it's the only one of those that I've actually seen in my life, so I guess that has to be my guilty pleasure, because I do feel guilty that I would ever see any of Cops, because uh, they're bad. What food do you most want to eat right now? Hmm. Barbecue chicken skewers, chocolate, fruit plate, or garlic parmesan pasta?
1: Fruit plate, huh? Barbecue <laughs> Can't get any chicken more specifics, skewers. like seasonal fruit?
0: Barbecue chicken skewers, chocolate, fruit plate, or garlic parmesan
1: pasta. You almost had me, oddly, with garlic parmesan pasta. Something about that calls to me at the moment. But I'm not choosing that. I'm choosing chocolate.
0: Alex chooses chocolate. I say fruit plate. That sounds delightful. Like a little mix of fruit. It's a
1: mystery fruit plate. I yeah, can't have a mystery.
0: I mean, I feel like there's there's going to be something good there. Um, So take my chances. Um... Like, unless it's, like, all pears, I think I'm going to be okay foot mm. <laughs> all pear fruit plates.
1: Ugh. I mean, pears are okay in their own right, but definitely not my go-to fruit. It's the
0: bottom of the list fruit. Bottom of the list. Um, what Latter-day Saint book do you most want to read? Oh. The Book of Mormon, Power of Everyday Missionaries by Claim M. Christensen. Hard pass. <laughs> I Will Lead You Along by Robert... I, Easton, and Henry J. Iring are accessing the riches of heaven. Keys to experiencing God's lavish provision.
1: Ooh, it's a toss-up between the last one you just talked about, lavish provision, and the first one, which is the OG Book of Mormon. The only, I would say, true book of the Latter-day Saints. Ooh. What are these other, what's this other riffraff? I'm going to go with the first one. Because I have not read the Book of Mormon, and I would love to read how silly it, it is.
0: Yeah, uh, okay, you read the Book of Mormon. I'm going to read uh, um, the one by the Ferengi, um, Accessing Rich's Dad, Kevin, He's <laughs> Experiencing God's Lavish Provision. Like, did Corp write a Book of Mormon? What is that?
1: Totally. Gold press latinum. It was God's greatest gift.
0: Um, choose your favorite accessory. Brass jewelry. Your best friend. Aww. Leopard print coat are a black backpack.
1: Ooh. What was the first one again?
0: Brass jewelry. Brass. Brass jewelry, your best friend, which your best friend's an accessory? Hmm. Weird. Leopard print coat. are a black backpack.
1: Fuck the leopard print coat. To me, it's a toss-up between friend, though I think there's moral objection to the concept of calling them an accessory. To so murder. given that, I'm going to go with black backpack.
0: Alex's black backpack. Pack. Stylish am... black backpack. Yeah, I'm going to say it as well, because I don't like the idea of having my friend as an accessory. To murder.
1: Uh
0: <laughs> am I wearing their pelt? Like, what's happening? What's, what's going on? Um, you get in an argument with your brother. How do you react? Take his favorite possession and hide it smite him with a rod burn him or steal all of his possessions
1: wait i need this from the top again all right right.
0: now remember you've been in an argument with your brother okay brother your brother can't get along you've gotten into an argument are you going to take his favorite possession and hide it are you going to smite him with a rod are you going to burn him are you going to steal all of his possessions?
1: So this is super fucking crazy <laughs> because you just got into an argument, and I would say come the option of coming to an agreement.
0: All right, Alex, you and your brother are trying to decide should we should should we pressure AOC to uh, make conditional her vote to support Nancy Pelosi. Um, based on a, a floor vote for Medicare for all, your brother's like, "Well, I think uh, you know, I think I don't really see any purpose in that. We should just let AOC, you know, she knows best. We'll just she should just uh, uh, support Nancy Pelosi unconditionally." And then you're like, "No, I think she. They should force a Medicare for all vote. That's mostly symbolic, but still, it's something." And uh, he, and because of this argument, are you going to take his favorite possession and hide it? Are you going to smite him with a rod? Are you going to burn? him or steal all of his possessions.
1: Mild clarification here. We're talking Jesus. Is brother my biological brother? My stepbrother? Like, a familiar brother? Or is it just another person of the Mormon church? I
0: mean, aren't they all the same, though? If you really think about it. Mm,
1: I mean, in the context of the church, maybe. The, The only one that... I would say is acceptable would be the first one, right? You just take one possession of theirs and hide it mischievously, as opposed to fucking killing them <laughs> with a blunt metal object. <laughs> Was this the fucking medieval times? God damn.
0: I mean, did Burn him be like, can I like burn him like with a witty retort? <laughs>
1: like a, like no. a wicked Burn? <laughs> burn is not in quotation marks. They are speaking fire. Take flame to his flesh. I mean, first, I just can... take everything of his.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, take his favorite possession and hiding it like that's fucked up. Smiting, I I think you know if it's an argument, I'm smiting with a rod because burning is, is fucked up. Burning is fucked up.
1: Burning that's, is very fucked up. That's
0: real fucked up. Stealing all of someone's possessions also fucked up. I would rather you kill me than to steal all of the possessions Just take favorite possession and hide it. Yeah, that's also I don't like that. Um, just
1: I don't like any of them. I don't like but any I of prefer them. Prefer it to murder.
0: I I would prefer smite with a rod. I'll take Hey, around.
1: totally. Hey, there's no wrong answers here for. Put like the rod down. Please put the rod down. It's fine. It's fine. I it's said, fine. This is not an I argument. <laughs> this is man. not an argument.
0: I feel like go bigger or go home. Like why not? Um it's it's yeah. All right. What is your biggest flaw? 1. Doubt too much. 2. Hide your faith.
1: <laughs>
0: 3. You are fearful. Or 4. Huh. You're easily jealous.
1: I would say in the context of the Mormon Church Obviously, it's the first one. I doubt too much because
0: right. Alex doubts too much. That's locked in. Um,
1: Brad, where are you? Are you afraid?
0: Ah! <sighs>
1: don't be afraid. You got that metal rod. There's nothing you can't smite if it bothers you. I mean, I don't. You know, I, no fear. I, I
0: don't doubt too much. Hide faith. Uh, I, I'm not jealous. I guess I have to say fearful. Sure. Um, I
1: mean, that's a that's a very common human thing. Yeah, those They aren't. all are. But
0: oh, this is bullshit. Alex, we are the same thing. Somehow. Well, that's impossible. We somehow, had very different
1: answers. We had
0: very different answers, but Alex, there's no way around it. We are Gadianton. Gadianton, G-A-D-I-A-N-T-O-N, becomes the leader of the band of Kishkumen. Within 25 years, Gadianton's band has... Had grown into a large criminal organization known as Gadianton's Robbers and Murderers. (laughs) Great title.
1: In which time period? Like in the old American. hold Hold on. Oh, go ahead.
0: With both Nephites and Lamanites. Among its members, (laughs) members swore to protect one another and identified each other by means of secret signs and secret words. The secret band purposefully exploits the poor and the meek and the humble followers of God. We Hmm. are Gadiantum.
1: (laughs) Gaddian faithful, part of that Gaddian militia. What is it? Crime Um, band? Gadiantum's
0: robbers and murderers. (laughs) Worst name for a group ever.
1: How did we both get in this? I don't know. If I'm just taking someone's favorite thing and hiding it, and you were killing that person, you'll never believe what I did. I took their favorite thing and hid it. What did you do, Brad, to the same person that uh, was arguing with us? Oh,
0: oh, I, 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 uh, I, I took him out with a rod. Take him out. Yeah.
1: Did Murdered you kill him. that guy? Yeah, I killed that motherfucker. <laughs> well, that negates my mischievousness. Well. Obviously, he's not gonna be able to f- find the thing I hid.
0: Alright, I'm, I'm just gonna fill in another one here. Um, jealous, burn him, uh, leopard print coat. Yeah, uh, make uh, it completely random. Uh, barbecue chicken skewer, uh, the bachelor. Oh, wait, you said bachelor. Let's say real housewise. Um, and uh, am I a member of the. Well, let me I'm not keep saying no for that. Oh, okay. That one. I'm King Noah.
1: Okay. Oh. So, so, you so can it does differ. Different.
0: Yeah. Somehow, though, we just uh, listen. When God raised up prophet Abin, Ab, Abin, Abinadi to call King Noah and his people to repentance, they burned him at the stake for blasphemy. King Noah was clearly scared of being called out, as he said he would spare Abinadi's life if he would take back what he said against King Noah.
1: Hmm.
0: You're ch- yeah, what's Mormon shed, ch- guys?
1: Oh, wow. Gaddion.
0: Ton.
1: Episode 500 of Ramjack. Gaddionton Ton, the podcast, <laughs> the experience, Gabby the Robbers
0: and Murderers. What a weird, weird crew name. We're Gaddionton's Robbers and Murderers.
1: It's a mouthful. It doesn't roll off the it's tongue.
0: It's not good. It's not good. Alex, uh, we got some people who need some help. Start off with a classic. Hi, guys. I'm just a carborundum.
1: Oh, a carborundum's back?
0: That's right. 23 hours ago this was posted, Alex. 20 hours ago. Let's get in here and help them now while we still can. Caroling. So a friend invited a bunch of uh, families over for caroling. What? what the fuck are you talking about? This was 23 hours ago? You mean 23 months ago? We practiced a bunch yesterday and we'll be going caroling in open air on Wednesday night. No, you won't. Um, I thought Did it they
1: a- practice in open air?
0: Hold on, hold on. I, I honestly, again, I do not read this ahead of time. Just look at the, just look at the subject line. I assumed this would be about fucking COVID. Spoiler alert, it's not. I found, I found it a bit uncomfortable because I knew different songs than the rest of the group. We all sang most of the religious carols in the hymnal, but when we got to the secular carols, I found that everyone wanted to sing the kids' songs. No one seemed to know the Silver Age cinematic carols. The Silver Age cinematic <laughs> carols, and those are my favorites. The Christmas song. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Silver bells. Have yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Little drummer boy. Do you hear what I hear? They'd heard of them, but no one knew the lyrics. A lot of them don't know the whole tunes. Am I really that old? Um, you're so old that you forgot that there's a goddamn pandemic going on and you can't go (laughs) caroling with these dumbass motherfuckers.
1: First things first, mask or no mask, you are not gonna go caroling. No, let me go. Sorry.
0: Let me just go. Let me go. Blow, blow disease at you through my mouth. (laughs) Let me sing at you. Oh, this is great. Let me just sing. Let me just sing disease out of my face, right into your face. Hey, I'll sing some out of my. I'll sing disease out of my face. You sing some disease out of your face. We'll all just be a giant fucking cannon of disease.
1: (laughs) Ding dong. Good king wins uh, down. COVID. Ah, we wish you a, uh, ah. Bombarding people with disease. Uh, fuck you. No. Ah, fuck.
0: Also, hey, um, nobody knows, I, I don't know the lyrics to any songs. Nobody knows the lyrics to any songs. Guess what? We all have phones. Just look up the lyrics to a song. Can't, I cannot believe that, this shit. Yes, you're that old. You're old. You're so fucking old. You're stupid fuck.
1: I love just hemming and hawing over. No one knows my songs. Boo hoo.
0: They only know the kid songs. Like you're. What fucking Christmas songs? songs? They're all kids songs. They're for babies. It's about fucking magic baby Jesus. It's all kids songs.
1: Yeah, it's it's all kids songs. But like, is Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer a kid song? To this, like Frosty the Snowman? I would think
0: so. I would, yeah, I would think so. Okay. I assume. I mean, they're all ba- they're all for babies that believe dumb magic.
1: Up on the rooftop. I'm trying to think of other things that I guess would be kids. But yeah, I mean, I would understand if people don't know the full lyrics to White Christmas, um, the Christmas song. Can you, I mean, some of those you can't really carol well, but Jingle Bells is just like, that's also a kid's song. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Grow up and shut up. up, Literally shut up.
0: Grow up and shut the fuck up. Like, don't go caroling. But eventually, when you can't go caroling again, like, just look at your phone to look at the lyrics, yeah. know, what's the problem? Carrying an iPad, I don't know, like, figure it out. Or just sing other songs. How many songs do you, you're caroling, how what, how many songs do you sing caroling? You know, don't have like a, ty- you know, like, a, like a type, like, these are these are our four go-tos, maybe we switch one up? I...
1: Three, maybe four at a house, at the most. Do not overstay your welcome.
0: God, I, like, we sang all, we all sang most of the religious carols in the hymnal. Well, like, how, ugh.
1: Dude, this is weird. Like, I don't...
0: Shit! Um, hi, guys. Oh, Alex, I love where we're staying... We're staying real... We're staying recent and we're staying with friends. Hi, guys. I'm just a Backroads.
1: <laughs> Backroads is back. What's this, up, Backroads? This was posted
0: yesterday at 1.21 p.m. Is school just a hoop to jump through? Question mark.
1: Yes, but go on.
0: <laughs> Be that public, private, charter, unschooling, whatever... Implicit bias to the top. Oh, sorry. Im- Implicit bias of the OP. I am a teacher. I'm musing on some weird situations with some of my students. God, you're already fucking unbearable. Like, you poor students. Yeah. I'm musing on some situations. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, on back roads. Um, granted, it's a weird year for education. To this point... To the point, I have some families who are insisting on accelerating their kids through school with the intent of graduating high school at the age of 12 or whatever. This is regardless of whatever the kids actually know or are able to do. One parent's reasoning is, since this is a form of, 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 a, of a homeschool, they, the parent, will be right there helping the kid. Assessments included... Assessments included, state tests will be opted out of, and the kid will likely graduate, knowing enough to get by, and what matters is the diploma. Now, I completely believe one doesn't need a fancy college degree to create a good life, and the state of education is, of course, up for argument. Your average parent can teach your basic reading and math. Your average parent can
1: teach... I'm gonna go ahead and guarantee that's not possible, but go ahead. Alex, go you, ahead.
0: Alex, Alex, how are you as a, as a reading and math teacher? Are you a great reading and math teacher?
1: I would say it would probably fare better than most.
0: I, would, I taught yeah, Joey I would
1: algebra when he was in, like, before kindergarten. So I would say I already passed with flying colors. But we start getting into, like, like heavy trig or stuff like, like pre-cal. Not that he'll ever use that unless he's very specific jobs. But at that point, I'm sure I could do it. But I would have to then do a lot more research. Yeah.
0: God, we to do that. Uh, but we're talking parents... When we're talking parents so checked out of learning that they just want the diploma, in one specific case, we have parents wanting a seven-year-old to enter third grade when they can't read yet. Of course, reading skills could develop later, so it's not like like they're doomed to illiteracy. But back Mm. to the first point. If skills can be developed other ways to mastery, our mastery isn't needed. Is school now just a hoop to jump through? I... I... First of all, that's not the right question.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, if you're skipping things that are milestones, I guess, in your state, or just what you think a kid should be able to do, I mean, you should be able to do basic reading in first grade? Super basic. Yeah. See Jane Run. Run Jane Run.
0: Like, the. For, I mean, of course, our entire education system is stupid, and it's like, it needs drastic reading. At like Which is where I thought
1: this was going to yeah, go, friend. Sure. Yeah, we agree yeah. on all this. Yeah, we know. Uh,
0: but, like,. And like, I, I definitely see the, this situation that's being described is insane. Like that, mm-hmm. that must that must be said if anything good can come of this story. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: the idea was insane to begin with. Uh, the premise. Yeah, but
0: then ridiculous. There, like, like, there's certainly things for like rushing through like nonsensical school things like for example, um, our friend John West like rushed did his last two years of high school homeschooling so he could like do it in one year and we could go to college at the same time because um, he was like, all right I, I know what I want to do. I have an idea of what it is. I think it's stupid for me to like spend another year in Tennessee going to high school when I could just like homeschool this knock it out and then go to college at the same time as my friends. So
1: a wise, good decision. Yeah, it
0: was great, and I was very glad. We had a, we had a great time. Shout out to John. Um, <laughs> so that worked definitely, and also like uh, um, Josie's doing this like crazy program with her school, where like like I I know we could take like advanced classes and get like college credits. Um, there was like some things you could jump through and get some like a couple of credits, but like. Like, the way they do in Florida, and, like, this may be everywhere now. I know it's a lot more places now. But that's a much more of a defined system with a lot more specifics. And, like if like she stays in like at the program she's going basically she's getting high school and college credit at the same time and theoretically by the time she's done with high school she will have like the uh, like either an associates or like like the uh, credit equivalent of an associate's degree when she graduates high school hmm. and it'll it's Very because cool. it's yeah because she's doing it through the high school like it's paid for as part of public school
1: that's awesome
0: yeah So, like, there, and that makes sense, because, you know, you're you're having to reach for a lot of that shit in college anyway. So, like, it's awesome, especially if you can get ahead, especially with the crushing student debt situation. Um, It makes sense to, like, get that stuff ahead. Like, that's great. Like, and that makes sense. But, like, this shit. Like, just trying to rush through, and these are Mormons, so this is all, like, I want to get my kid out of the system. Like, they're, like, children should not be homeschooled at all at all like it's morally horrific
1: like there, homeschool i would say in this very specific way just to use john west as the example different very different yeah
0: he was he was already in high school like he just basically accelerated to knock out an extra year of high school at the yeah the end that that i'm fine yeah uh, but like, like for like elementary, middle school, like I sh- abso- it should not be allowed. It absolutely yeah. should not be allowed because there's much more going on than than like learning. Like first of all, what we actually learn in those, it's, it's very very basic. And especially if you want to talk about like the literature we're learning and the history you're learning, it's like a very uh, not great. It's not great. And honestly, like, yeah, to mitigate the damage being done through that, you got to do a lot of shit on the parenting side, I'm sure, uh, just because not great. But you're still learning a lot more than your actual educational parameters in school. It's socialization, mm-hmm. like, and also it's getting everyone caught up because... Like kids are going to be at different developmental levels, especially the younger they are. And there was like, you know, a ton of kids have to repeat kindergarten because they're just not they're not where they need to be at. Oh, Um, yeah. And that's that's a normal thing and it's not like you're dumb, it's just aren't developmentally where you need to be at. And you need and one of the things about school is, yes it's a monstrosity and then it's The um, homogenization of culture and all of that, and the just setting children up for uh, a future in capitalism. Uh, Yeah, there's definitely problems, but it is also getting everyone on a level playing field and with the basic information that people need to have.
1: I, I mean, I totally agree. I would say it's it's even more common, I would say, to hold kids back a year as opposed to just repeating kindergarten. Just, all right, you're not going to go to school this year. You'll stay at daycare. But I know it's more cost-effective in some communities to just send your kid to school and have them repeat. Because maybe they aren't ready, and you can make that decision. I'm really more intrigued with the stuff that's later in life, like the, the things that John West did. Hey, I'm just going to go ahead and accelerate through the last times of high school. Part of me is a little... Because high school, I would say, would be the precipice of where that starts to make more sense. Because you were right. Middle school, elementary school, valuable social skills are being learned. There's a lot of other stuff that's happening, more than the sum of just let's learn geography, let's learn history, let's learn, okay, let's focus on basic grammar and reading and also math. The other stuff, eh, science, eh? (laughs) We'll do some semblance of that, but you're not gonna get I mean, we're not doing anything. But the thing you just said that they're doing in Florida for like Josie, like the kids to where they can get college credit and basically have the equivalent of associates, I think is fucking amazing. Because a lot A lot of that early college stuff is just I mean, there's a lot you learn when you go to college for the first time and are alone, and independent, or even if you go to a community college that you're learning that's at a different level than just high school. However, the basic stuff is very boring and it is often redundant because everyone's trying to catch up in some respects. Where if you could just skip all that entry level stuff and immediately go in. And now I want to go in and go start exploring, experimenting what I want with my bachelor's, whether I end up with that or not. I've already got two years of that knocked out.
0: Exactly. Because that's genius. That's awesome because uh, well for my undergraduate I did instead of four years I did five years I did an extra year um, part of that was I was I thought I was gonna do a, like a um, either I, an, ex, an, an unnecessary minor or a double major for a second and I just wanted to take some extra things and like the way they fell it was gonna be a hassle and so I did an extra year that I, I could have squeezed—I could have, like, really squeezed it into four years, but it would have been hectic. I, if, I, if I could have had, like, that extra—if I could have already knocked out some of my college and then just been able to have some more freedom, oh, and just knocked it out in four years, that would have been great.
1: It really, I guess, depends on your sitch. Yeah. I could see being four years awesome and four years being, because I also took longer because I, our degrees, you got a BFA too, right? Not that yep. that necessarily matters, but it does allow you to have an extra, they give you more time to like finish or polish whatever you're trying to do. And in, exactly. I would say respective trades, playwriting, design, that can be a make-or-break kind of thing. And you could say, yeah. oh, get out in the real world and make money and, like, go ahead and get polished. Eh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Some people, that makes a lot of sense. But sometimes, sometimes it helps a lot. And I would say it was one of the situations that definitely helped me out staying yeah. a little bit longer. My portfolio was infinitely better doing so. And I was able to get a job, like, immediately out yeah. of college.
0: And, and there are some people that also just want to, like, are going to just... They're not. Their interest in college is like it's going to be very much career based, and they're probably. Oh yeah. Maybe they're going. They're just going to get a general business degree or something, and something that's not specific. And maybe yeah, getting out of college in like two years, if possible, is going to be ideal for them and great. Or maybe they want want to take some time and like just explore some things and learn. Because I again, this is why college should be free, is because I, there is great utility and purpose in just. Being in an educational environment and learning oh, yeah. and exploring and having that opportunity to take a million unnecessary history classes um, from Professor Fleming because he's the fucking most awesome in the world. Um, Agreed.
1: <laughs> <sighs> I mean, like that. that I mean, as that as much as college, well, go ahead.
0: I, that is great value. It's not for everyone. I wish it was, but it's not. And um, like, th- there's also a thousand things you could say about the. Uh, the meritocracy and like the disgustingness of like like people obsessed with like you know educational background and all that that's also horrifically awful and gross and unnecessary um but there's also great utility in that and just also just becoming an adult in like uh, like a college is like it's like training was for being an adult
1: which you definitely do not get in high school no I don't think I've met a human being, I think, would get that in high school. Unless it's very specific, very non-traditional life experience that you get randomly while you're there. Um, that has nothing to do with the school itself. You need it. Like, again, if college was free, that would be amazing for those purposes specifically. And society would be better for it. For sure. Mormons, grow up and shut up. Put your kids in a school that's public. Yeah. Fuck, fuck this homeschool stuff until you're in high school. And even then, I would say at least two years of high school and then maybe John West it. And then hopefully you're in a place, and like Florida, get college credit and have your kid go to college. Hopefully with with as little money as possible because you're right. It's it's the experience of college is a valuable one yeah. for most people, I would say. I, I and like you'd like say, it's not for everyone, but you uh,
0: Like the idea of like rushing a kid through high school at the age of twelve, graduating high school at twelve for what? Yeah, exactly.
1: You can't do anything at twelve in the larger world. You can barely do stuff when you're eighteen. Like I don't.
0: I mean, I, I other
1: mean, than go to college. I don't... Yeah, I guess
0: the idea is like, well, then you can go to college early, and then you can
1: at twelve.
0: You go to college at twelve, and then you're um, then you're out of college at sixteen.
1: And doing what? Well, by then you're old enough to get a job. At what? You're exactly. sixteen. Exactly. There was I. I thought about this recently. And I know we've talked about this on the show before, but I remember when we were kids, there was like a 60 Minutes or a TV special about genius kids going to college when they're 13 or 12. Like, I went through, I accelerated all of my high school stuff, and now I'm in college. I'm going to be a doctor and cure cancer. I'm a genius kid. What happened to that kid? Cancer's not gone yet. Yeah. What did this kid do? I mean, obviously, I guess because they would also show, hey, here's another kid that did this 10 years before and they're kind of burnt out and they stay at home and they're having a fun life. But they're burdened because they can't they didn't get the needed socialization, which is only a part of the things that I would say you get from school. But like the rushing was a detriment ultimately to the family. Nothing happened. It's It's a tricky being a parent is tricky, man. School is a little tricky.
0: So you're not going to try to get Veer into college at 12.
1: I would advocate that my children do not go to college when they're young. Right now, my... Joey okay, so is super gonna, smart. Gonna, he's gonna. in accelerated classes. He's he's he is above and beyond like they test him, he's like off the charts for where he's at, and he is not being fulfilled at school. He's like, whatever. But I think he's smart enough to realize I have to play this game because I don't want to go ahead. Like, he doesn't have the drive of he's just like, yeah, this is boring, but the alternative is me learning a lot of stuff that I really don't care about. Which I give props to a tiny child for at least not saying that out loud, but basically inferring that. Because who does want to do work when they're a tiny child? child you got your mind on other things and he is learning a lot on his own about like world wars which okay but at the same time it's something that interests him but he he is a candidate for this accelerated stuff when I mean, he's older maybe but that will be a kid for a little bit he's got to learn he has a lot of other stuff to learn we won't go into that at the moment <laughs> like all kids do we didn't have it figured out when we were kids
0: fuck no I, like if, could you imagine choosing your major at
1: 12 no impossible If I chose it when I was, well, I kind of wanted to do something, I would say, we'll say artistic for the lack of better words. Design is something a little different, uh, very different. And even then, like the niche of the design that I went in to do was also slightly calculated because there's only so much you can do in design that you can make actual money at, that you can live a comfortable life in. And that's the route I took, very knowingly, like, okay, these are the things I need to do to do this. Where if I was a kid, I would have probably graduated more toward the, I would say, more creative side of it, and then would be starving artist kind of type at this time, doing those kind of odd jobs to do that. If I was a kid choosing it, or I would have been a dentist, which is something else I wanted to be as a kid, or an archaeologist, which is something else I thought about being as a kid. Dentist would have been okay. A little weird. So, so weird. A lot of, there's just so many things that are also so unique to majors. Like, I know most of it is weeding people out who can't quote unquote take it especially med school but even that I, there's weird stuff going on i grow up and shut up we've already told you what you need to do with your kids don't homeschool them
0: um but alex is school just a hoop, hoop to jump through is the question <laughs> yeah and sometimes you need to jump through a fucking hoop yeah it teaches you how to jump through hoops
1: jumping through hoops is important as an important life lesson at times Guess jump what you should spend hoops. the rest
0: of your life dude, jumping through fucking hoops
1: ramjack episode 500 is this a hoop is this one of the hoops I was supposed to jump through? Five hundred podcasts with my friend. We'll find out in five hundred.
0: But instead, we uh, we rushed through high school as well and never became friends.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, should we just rush to five hundred next episode? I mean, there's just a few episodes out. Do we do we really need to do oh. the others? The it's four, just, three.
0: Uh, guys, welcome to episode 2000. Uh, yeah. We we skipped the hoops.
1: Yeah, we realized that they were 500, 600, all the ones in between up to 2000. Just hoops to jump through. Is
0: episode 497 through 1999 just hoops?
1: For the next 100, we really should just do random numbers. <laughs> well, <laughs> Welcome to the second episode, two. 2000, episode 2, 36, I 2. I mean,
0: how, how will I, I have to spell words with the title then? That'll be very confusing for me. I
1: mean, another hoop. What is life but uh, a series of hoops we jump through, right? So many hoops. Hoop theory. Think about it. Welcome to Hoop Theory TikTok. Life is a series of hoops. I cannot express this enough. Happy holidays, listeners. Holidays. Happy holidays. Thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. Thank you for jumping through these hoops with us. It's greatly appreciated. Ramjack podcast. Sorry. Ramjackpodcast.com is the website. Go to the Facebook. It's also a hoop. It's also You know that Facebook hoop? Well, there's a hoop beyond that hoop, and it's the Ramjack Facebook group tons of hoops there to consider jumping through. Who's holding the hoop? What is what is your take on the jump to go through said hoop? Do you jump or do you step through? We'll learn all about this in Hoops a Ramjack Dream coming to audiobook and be- booksellers uh near you. Working title. We're still we're still going through hoop theory, but you know, look for that in the holiday season of 2021. Funds will go toward the Ramjack Knights Network. If you order now, you get a special certificate that talks about how you'll get the book mailed to you at some point between February and December of next year. Trust on that. We also have a YouTube channel. Get at us if you want to. We we advocate that you show us your fears.
0: Please, please send the strongs of your fears, hopes... Oops! whatever you listen to drawing of also what should we do for episode 500 right now that's a big hoop that we have to jump through
1: we're taking ideas for episode 500 if you have them
0: now we aren't taking demands for episode five hundred. not I part will of the know plan that i will know that you do not control us
1: you can't control us
0: can't won't don't even try it
1: you can suggest you can politely and I would even say casually suggest. Don't make it official. Don't make it like all like to whom it may concern at the fine establishment of Ramjack. You
0: can do that. That's Soon fun. to be
1: the Night's Network. Soon to be New York Times bestseller five times over. At some point between February and December of next year. Get rid of all of that filigree. Look, this isn't college. Okay. This isn't the Ramjack school of podcasting and life coming 2024. We got a plan. What should the plan be for 500, though? We didn't factor that into everything. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's guys. the thing we got to worry about right now. We saw the forest. I need the tree of 500, if you will, to put it in a metaphor for you. Yes. Thanks, Brad. Another year. Great doing the podcast with you. Seriously, fun times. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely.
0: And friends, we uh, hope, uh, hope your holiday celebration great. Uh, we do have some breaking very bad news. It looks like all the cookies and milk left out for Santa have been replaced with Spam and Oreo sandwiches with extra mayo.
1: Uh,
0: Who could have done such a thing? Clearly it's... Gaddy and Tim's Robb. Motherfuckers.
1: They got him. Running around. (sighs) In ye olden times.
0: Replacing cookies and milk with... Spam and Oreo mayonnaise sandwiches.
1: I'd say more mischievous than like robbers and murder. I guess it technically counts as theft.
0: Well, I mean, it's murder? one of their secret signs and secret actions. <laughs> that they have so many of.
1: Cool club. Glad I'm a part of it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Glad I was sorted into that <laughs> Mormon enemy camp. I Okay. <laughs> it's weird that you would frame everything to be like you versus the world, but okay. Gadiantin's clan. Got it. Better that than that Noah bullshit.
0: Ugh, ooh, boring. What a bunch of losers.
1: What a like, I'm sure that is like taboo. Not taboo. I'm sure it's scandalous to take such a quiz as a Mormon. Ooh, what enemy of, of my own people would I be? Hmm.
0: Yeah, really? That's...
1: Huh. What if I just left the church and became an enemy? <laughs> what if I joined Gadianton's Gattie- group? Hmm. <laughs> Should I even be taking this quiz? It's
0: a real bad boy. <laughs> it's a real <laughs> Gadianton robbers and murderers.
1: I took the quiz. What? That's right. Mmm, bad boy. Gadianton's over here. Oh my god, swoon. Swooning Mormon here. Yikes. Yikes, indeed. Ugh. I, look the people will say and if they're oh. if they're quiet we'll guys, we'll come up with something
0: guys listen listen you're listening to the end of the podcast that's after the end of the podcast i don't really know what the hell we call this but uh, yeah, this is where the magic happens it's yeah like, we have no fucking idea what we're gonna do it's like come up and we need to do something and like right now there's nothing on the table so ah
1: <sighs> do we have any secrets
0: now I'm out of secrets. I think I,
1: we're out of secrets.
0: I mean, you may have secrets. I don't.
1: I don't keep secrets.
0: You can't remember what like you were going to talk about from like five minutes ago. True. So I don't. I like if you had a secret, you would probably already forgotten it.
1: There is something that's a little funny that happened through my email, Brad. Oh. I if someone tried to extort me through email. Oh, newsflash! Did it get you? Apparently, they have video of me with oh. uh, we'll say uh, masturbating to pornography. Now, they were able wow. to record my face and the video at the same time. Wow. Quite the effort from a technological standpoint. And they have that, and they're going to send it to all the contacts that they actually stole through whatever device I was using if I don't give them $3,000 cash. Now, don't worry. This was immediately sent to my spam folder, and Google has and a huge notification at the top. This is spam most people get. This is obviously not real. Don't respond to this. However, yeah, you could dismiss this because it that's might just be. Because Google a-
0: wants you to get caught. <laughs> like, I mean that's just you should give them the money because like Google Google isn't on your side. Google wants you to not give them the money because if you don't have the money, you're not spending it on Google ads.
1: I true. I, like, think I, about it,
0: Alex. Think about it. Google's not on your side. Has Google ever been on your side?
1: The funniest part of They're this the is They're the ones
0: giving you the pornography.
1: <laughs> There's a button below the message that says <laughs> Uh, it's a tent amount to no. This is actually a legit extortion email. I must pay them money or else all my contacts will see me. Oh no, my weird oh. pornographic, my shameful pornographic habits.
0: Oh no, which reminds me of Jeffrey Tubin, obviously. <laughs> um, and did you see Malcolm Gladwell like defending oh, no. Jeffrey Tubin? No. He was like, it was the most, ins- like, it was just an article that Jeffrey Tubin and for some reason they quoted Malcolm Gladwell in it. Like, why you would ever think, hey, let's see what this dumbass has to say about any event ever. And he came out and he was like, I don't really understand what the big deal was. I mean, I think it's just a problem that we live in in just too much of a of, uh, of a puritanical society. You think the problem with a guy masturbating on a Zoom call at work is that, like, it's too much, like, Catholic puritanism? No, I think it's, like, that he was, like, masturbating on a Zoom call at work. That was the problem.
1: I mean, and that's a pretty big problem, let's be honest with ourselves. If that happened to any of us, it would be like, whoa, not cool. Obviously not cool. This is an HR issue, goodbye. What excuse did Tubin have? Because I don't remember what he said.
0: I don't know if he, I think he just like I think Jeffrey Tubin's I made the correct decision of just I'm not here, nobody sees me. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> I think he just dis, I think he just uh, disappeared out of polite society.
1: Just like it turned into a vapor cloud and just dissolved. I, I mean I think it.
0: that's the only real option though. Like True. I don't know what your other option is, Jeffrey Tubin. It's just I think you say whoopsie daisies. Sorry, and Goodbye. And then you like you go off and live your life because you're a fucking millionaire that never has to worry about anything. So who the fuck cares? <laughs> Malcolm Gladwell. That's who cares.
1: That's who cares. That's
0: who fucking Gladwell. Like hey, I- dude has never dude has never been right about anything. Like, imagine like being Malcolm Gladwell, waking up every morning and being like, What can I have a uh, wrong take about today?
1: Did Malcolm Gladwell disclose whether or not he masturbates in inappropriate places? Like during Malcolm while- Gladwell,
0: who's been on Jeffrey Epstein's plane, has he ever disclosed if he's masturbated in inappropriate places?
1: Well, I think if, you, if like you're defending Silver? something like this, the obvi- a child, the obvious question you would follow up with if you were a journalist was like, "Do you masturbate on work calls? If you find this no problem, do you do that often, or do you do it when you're like recording your podcast?" wait keeping the jeffrey epstein stuff to like pin to bring up after whatever answer he gives you obviously but i assuming this was like just some op-ed at that point no no journalist was interviewing malcolm like let me get your take on this let me let's talk about this
0: because i have questions
1: malcolm if you're coming to the defense of this (laughs) in this particular way
0: malcolm gladwell come on our podcast you coward (laughs)
1: <laughs> episode 500, the Malcolm Gladwell episode.
0: This is the episode Malcolm. where we interview Malcolm Gladwell.
1: Questions with Gladwell.
0: If anyone has questions for Malcolm Gladwell, please send them in before episode 500.
1: <laughs> we'll see. I mean, it'll be mid-January. Why aren't you in prison? Will- When does the inauguration happen? The 24th? Um, was the-
0: It is- 21st? The 20th. The
1: 20th. 20th. Does that give us enough time to get Malcolm on the show? Because it'll be around that time when we do 500.
0: Oh, go fuck. Yeah, theoretically, if we record on a Tuesday, it'll be the day before the inauguration.
1: I mean, things are only going to get wilder.
0: Oh, guys, what should we do for our 500th episode slash Joe Biden's inauguration? I guess, um, hey guys, do you want me to commit suicide on air? No,
1: no, you must live episode 500 brad must live
0: (laughs) episode 500 the other episode that i almost committed suicide (laughs) during before or after
1: i don't know if this broke during the podcast but i just heard about it recently um so apparently trump came out and said hey i want to give people a check that's two thousand dollars not the 600 bullshit and democrats are like all right if you'll do it we'll do it and the republicans are like wait a minute
0: Well, I, and also, um, I, that, which is, yeah, um, also, um, from David Sirota, he, he sent this out, uh, earlier, um, buried in a New York Times report is news that Biden played a key role in undermining progressives and helping McConnell how, have the stimulus bill, which is another sign that Biden's longtime austerity zealotry is alive and well. Don't say you weren't warned.
1: I mean, Barack Obama would have done the same shit if he was in the same position oh, yeah, with a stimulus check. Let's not. Let's definitely. not. That Barack is a Obama truth. Who
0: tried to cut uh, Social Security and Medicare? Yeah, definitely.
1: I. It's it's going to be a weird time before it's gonna
0: be another. All you people think it's going to be oh oh Trump's out of office things are going to be better. No, guys, it's going to be four more shitty
1: years. I don't know what's going to happen to make them not shitty. I mean. Whether or not they're going to be shittier or whatever, I mean, at this point, again, n- not to end on a, a, a on a more sour note or an omus like an ominous note. I'm not saying that right, but you know, a creepy note. But I mean, it's just going to get worse. <laughs> yeah. Global warming is just now kicking off to be like an impact on things, and that's like not. I mean, not to mention the, the disease stuff that's going on. I like the inequality. It's yeah. a lot of things are going to have to change for it to get better.
0: But but Alex. But Alex, we have the most diverse cabinet in history. Like, there's, we're gonna have so many more, uh, um, female drone bombers of color. Now, it's gonna be a better world.
1: I mean, I guess we'll get to it after episode 500. Because right now, I'm really am nervous and anxious about 500 and what we're gonna, what we are going to do oh, if we boy, can't get guys. Malcolm on the show, <laughs>
0: guys. Listen, to answer questions. Because right now, we're putting all our eggs <laughs> in the Malcolm Gladwell, um. Oh boy.
1: I mean it imagine, could change.
0: Imagine, imagine, like I guys, I know it's a bad idea to rely on Malcolm Gladwell to be our saving grace, but that's all we got right now. That's all we got is Malcolm Gladwell. What a terrible thing to have. <laughs>
1: Oh. I mean, it's early. I mean, we got many days before then. I mean, it's just Gonna right need now. It's going to need artificial anxiety. To yeah, like
0: literally anything that's better than Malcolm Gladwell is on the table.
1: We are open and receptive. We are w- refreshing our feeds, even now. And the podcast has not even come out yet.
0: No, I still got to edit this.
1: You got to edit. I, I if anything, because this this is it. This this is it. Ramjack five hundred. <laughs>
0: Also, if anyone knows Malcolm Gladwell, <laughs> um, let us know. Also, tell us why you know Malcolm Gladwell.
1: I mean, and, yeah, that needs to be vetted. And right. then ask
0: our permission if you're still allowed to listen to the podcast. A, l- a lot of things we got to cover. A lot of things we got to cover, guys. But uh, yeah, happy
1: holidays. Happy holidays. holidays. <laughs>